0: Material Components, Episode 61, Mistakes Were Made. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, you settled? You sitting? Yeah. Okay. Just checking and listening. (laughs) I'm here. Well, then, how you doing? I'm doing great. (laughs) I I, I was
1: creating a little like sleeping perch for my cat on my bed. It's very important. (laughs) That is important. Like. Because if he's because like if he's comfortable, he won't go in and out of the door, which is very important. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how
0: are you? are you? How are you all doing? <laughs>
2: uh, pretty <It's> good. Good.
1: <laughs> Convincing. Yes. Read. <laughs>
2: Silent.
0: Well, yep. excellent. It's been a uh,
2: week. <laughs> um. Hey guys, I'm Olivia, and I'm playing Tears of Cloak Bear, Child of the Outer Storm.
3: I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer.
1: I am Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue.
0: And I'm Reed, and I'll be
4: playing Grog, the Hobgoblin
0: Warlock. (laughs) Indeed. And of course, I'd like to begin this session the same way I begin every session, by asking all of you, if you remember, what happened last time?
3: We had a good group fight!
0: (laughs) You did? Not a fight amongst the group. (laughs)
2: <laughs> to be clear which is a what I immediately thought you meant and I was confused
3: a good fight that we did as a group a good yes. job yeah we uh we fought
2: we fought a thing and then Two surprise things. fought another thing yeah
0: this is true uh while making your way northward from Stormhaven to the city at the edge of the Eastwood called Enclave uh you fought a pair of dire chimera, which had been haunting that section of the road.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. We're all sucked the entire time.
0: You, you did
3: great. Really what are you talking about? Stop I need, I need megging to roll yourself. Better. Jesus.
1: <laughs> I wanna win better though. Oh you did great. You gave you me advantage great. on attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow okay, well I see not, that as still a loss. That's
3: not quite what I meant. Oh. Yeah. oh.
1: <laughs> I
4: like I like what Elliot had to say better.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> my bad.
4: Uh, <laughs> my
3: bad. My bay. Uh, uh. But... but that's but, that's
1: how the episode ended. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, like, before that, we were mostly doing some traveling. Sid and Tears had a nice... Uh, little training sesh and a good little talk Mm -hmm. between friends. That's right.
1: It's been a while since we trained, so it's good to get back into it. That's why we've been fighting so shitty.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh -uh. Yeah, you did some traveling, did some uh, road conversations. You passed a a group of centaurs who had Mm -hmm. uh, run into said chimeras along the way. And they tried to warn you off, but you're like, we're ninth level, yo.
3: <laughs> it's, look, sir, I appreciate your concern, but we're level nine. It's okay. I,
4: I did not say that. Those
3: no, I don't think any of us said it, from my lips. but I was thinking it the whole time. No,
4: you said it. You said it. I remember this vividly. Well, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, you did uh, say, it. I didn't
3: say it in <laughs> character, I mean. Because that would be it's absurd. So they don't know what that means. Work.
4: Right. <laughs> but yes. Uh, no. Cherish would have a level system for all it's of us. True,
2: she she's, yeah. She's figured out exactly what uh-huh. she yeah. also knows all of our HP.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, if you want a class that can actually do that, you should look into the uh the pact that uh Phineas Fleinbrook has. Um but anyway mm-hmm. Pact of the Ledger, we'll get there. Anyway okay. Um as you traveled along the road, That's awesome. <laughs> um, you yeah you encountered these centaurs. You were tried to be warned away from the chimeras, but you stalwartly pressed onward. Uh, but not before stopping to help out some of the the wounded of this war band. This is true. Uh-huh. <sighs> uh, you yes. discovered that there are apparently types of fire that cannot be healed by magical means. One of those was, of course, Dragonfire. And apparently, Chimera's dragon heads uh, are close enough to count as Dragonflame. So we were technically one
2: third right when we were we all were, convinced we were it was a So
1: close. I'm glad we were. Two thirds wrong.
3: Yes. I <laughs> agree is... so. Like oh, when, he, yeah. when he said, when you started describing the heads, I was like, oh, thank God. It's just a chimera. Fuck. <laughs> I, mean, um,
1: <laughs> I mean, two of you guys got uh, pretty beat up, but it was still, true. it still could have been so much worse.
2: I, I was trying to describe to my manager the other day, like, the last session and he was like, Have you guys ever actually fought a dragon? And I was like, No, yell, we would I die. Once. I was yeah, that's pretty much exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> we
1: saw one. <laughs> uh, let's
2: see. I
3: called an I called a dragon a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that you owned the dragon, you know. and you're won't come back to haunt us at all. Nope. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <Hasn't>
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, we had a conversation with Zinerva as well. Um, mm, mm-hmm. uh, m- mostly trying to figure out if there was a dragon in the in the area. Uh, she seemed pretty certain there wasn't. Um, or at least if there was one, it wouldn't be going around attacking people. Um, true. Also, the reason that there was a chimera,
2: two chimera in this region, because uh, it uh, was bimera. weird, is because they were... Um, affected by the Dire Plague that's been, like, going crazy in the Eastwood.
0: Yeah, this is true. There is some sort of semi-magical disease which is causing natural creatures and some unnatural creatures in the Eastwood to grow gigantic, furious, and covered in bone spurs. and It is known as the Dire Plague. How, like, regular
4: are chimeras, just, like, to begin with, let alone dire chimeras?
0: Uh... I believe I described this last session but chimeras mm-hmm. are a, a rarity. They're yeah. They're like panda bears. I would say that's about the the frequency. So Elliot hates them.
3: <laughs> Look. I don't hate chimeras. Are chimeras are chimeras too lazy to keep procreating? I didn't think so.
0: No, they're not too lazy. They're just other problematical aspects to chimera procreation.
3: And don't
1: they
0: have to be created by
1: arcane magic or something? Like, wizards have to make them?
0: Yes, though they can breed.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems tricky. Uh... I have other questions, but I don't think they're fit for a podcast <laughs> like this. <that. laughs> Let's break it down.
0: Uh,
3: was it Scylla who birthed all the monsters
0: look if you have more questions about chimera reproduction you can uh, reference the Atlas Animalia by Metal Weave Games it's what I use for most of my bestiary stuff oh Um, there you go they are not sponsoring this podcast they're not I just like all of their products they're the same people who make the uh, the baby bestiary which I am a big fan
1: of which we all love the
2: baby bestiary yeah and you guys hit us up (laughs)
5: if you're listening (laughs)
4: But hittings wrong, so remember that
0: but yes, you had defeated the dire chimeras. You were roughly three days out from your uh, arrival at Enclave when a certain cherished iron strike on the morning following your fight with the dire chimeras decided to confront a certain imp about their sojourn into hell after the lesser had been torn to shreds by those chimeras the night before.
3: Also, Maz just sort of left.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Turns that out sucks. that's also a thing. Yeah. She just left. She did ask for permission first.
3: This is true, but, like, I didn't know she could.
2: <laughs> and she doesn't have to, seemingly.
0: Well, Maybe and here's she does. the thing this isn't the first time that Maz has been. Uh, absent, I suppose. There was the about a week after she had shattered her uh,
3: this is diamond true.
0: gemstone, so this is maybe not unprecedented.
3: Although, I thought I could still feel her presence. She was just weak.
0: This is true. So, as opposed to this time where she was just gone. Gone! Yeah. Um, but leastways, yeah. yeah.
3: But, so, basically, in Meteor Res, the lesser was just like, uh hey, I went to talk to Glastia.
0: uh pfft. So an interesting note that I'm not sure if uh, Elliot the player picked up on, but it would be <laughs> something that Cherish, the character, would definitely realize in the moment is when you asked Maz what the lesser had done while in hell, she had said not much.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: He had taken his time reconstructing his body and then just sort of Hung around as though enjoying a break in his servitude. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and now this imp is saying, Yeah, I didn't talk to anybody super special, you know, only the daughter of Asmodeus.
3: Yeah.
2: Eh. She is a duchess in her own right.
0: This is true. This is true, depending on who you ask. Um. <gasps> Look, the hellish hierarchy are very complicated, and there is a lot of drama where Glassia is concerned. Um, so, yeah, in Media Race, your companions are off in the background, burning the corpses of the Dire Chimera, as is standard procedure in these sorts of things. And the lesser has just said, I spoke to somebody named Glacia, and she would love to speak with you.
3: Uh... Uh, that's interesting, because I don't know if you know this, but Maz was checking in on you while you were in hell, and she seemed to think that you were doing anything.
0: And the lesser's face kind of just gets a shocked look as though he wasn't aware of that fact? Hmm. Uh, no. I was totally betraying your trust and talking to uh, ruler of Malbolge. Glacia. Daughter of Lord of the Nine. You know, that's, yeah, that's what I was that's, that is what I was doing. Are we, we all you, there? No, no, you're off. No, burning. We're burning hi- chimera corpses. Oh, right. Stupid Chimera. <laughs>
2: Grawl is saying this as he kicks a burning piece of Chimera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tick that. And burns himself a little bit. And the lesser is, like, staring at you and just like, you don't seem to grasp the importance of what I just said. It seems like Like, you're taking this very well.
3: I just don't think that, I mean, who do I believe? You know, an imp who is, like, super mean to me and doesn't like me at all and would super lie to me to make me upset or you know something i made who has been helping me out i don't know
0: okay and the lesser will raise his hands and it's a little bit in my mind, imp form
3: i'm i want to like be like like is he lying or are you lying like like what's like come on i don't fuck around with me here
0: you're saying this to Maz telepathically? Yeah. And Maz will respond, I report back what I saw.
3: All the, right, so if what the is... the imp had
6: some other means of communication
0: that I am unaware of, then he is devious indeed.
3: Fair enough. All right, well, so what does she want? Is this... If next time I see my bounty, am I going to see another seal at the bottom, or does she have other plans? Like, what's the what's the down low? Did she give you a message to send me?
6: Mostly, she just wants to meet.
3: Hmm. Did you tell her anything about Kalkin?
6: I did not explicitly. I mean, she didn't ask about the green person who raised you, no.
3: Did you give her any information about Kalkin?
0: I told her the mortal that raised you lived in some podunk town in the middle of nowhere on the Material Plane, yeah?
3: And you said podunk, some podunk town. You didn't give her the actual name.
0: What, Blue Gulch? Yes, I did explicitly say that.
3: Okay. (sighs) Shit. Shit. I gotta find a way to get a message to Mom.
6: But yeah, my mistress would love to meet.
3: Okay, well, that's gonna be, like, super difficult, but alright, I'll burn that bridge when I come to it.
0: I mean, why? You've been traipsing around finding holes in the universe all over the place.
3: Yeah, I don't really go through them, though. Why not? Well, I went through one, and it was basically a disaster. And also, most of the holes that pop up here are really bad and need to be closed immediately, or as soon as possible. Why? Because bad things leak through and kill people and hurt people and fuck everything up. Sounds great! Yeah, I know it sounds great to you, because that's, like, your whole thing. But it's bad, so...
0: like that you've lost me, but alright, sure
3: yeah I'm glad I grew up here and not in Kenya
0: yeah, no, that would have been real bad but like I said yeah, anytime you want to go to Maubolge I'm sure we can figure something out
3: great, I'll let you know please do you're dismissed. oh. oh.
0: And he'll just poop out of existence.
2: I just love that every conversation with the lesser is just like this guy's such a dick because he's dick. an imp. <laughs> I love him.
0: <laughs> As the lowest on the infernal hierarchy, imps lack subtlety.
3: It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> so that's what? Four devils trying to ruin my life now? Arch devils?
4: You you could collect them all.
3: <laughs> like Pokemon.
6: I do not wish to bury you in discontent.
3: No, but... lay it on. <laughs> More the merrier.
6: I believe that number is a far stretch higher than four. It seems as though any of the infernal hierarchy that learn of your existence wish you ill.
3: No. No, Matt, that's a good point. (laughs) Uh... But if we reduce that to just... Archdevils, I think the number is still just four. For now. Yeah, that's, yes. For now. Cool. Alright. Well, I'm going to clean these rocks off and (laughs) go dejectedly pack up all of my things.
0: I would recommend saving the rocks for later ritual use. You never know when you will be in a situation in which drawing chalk on the ground will not be a viable strategy.
3: That's a good point. I pick up all the rocks and I put them in the bag of holding. I guess. <laughs>
6: <laughs> add it
3: to the add list. That to the dock. Uh, <laughs> <Hold on>. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> gonna Google
2: pull those out quick. and be real confused.
3: No, Thirteen um, good flat rocks. Thirteen, you said. Yes. Thirteen good flat, flat rocks. Hey, there's no, a there's lot a of Google between, search terms that can yeah,
4: bring up Yeah, there's a
1: difference between flat
4: rocks. good rocks and good flat rocks, okay? That's true, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's all branding, though.
0: So, yeah, uh, that is, uh, that conversation ends as uh, the rest of the party is slowly tromping back the low bonfire in the distance of burning chimera corpses. After that, you break down camp and prepare uh, to hit the road, albeit a little bit later than you normally do in the day. But it is the 4th of so, and you are perhaps <gasps> two days out s- from Enclave.
3: My sorcerer points recharged.
0: Huzzah! Hooray!
3: Oh. <laughs> I action. thought
4: for a second, like, you had just figured out some cool cosmic, like, I know who this person is, or whatever. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do
3: no, oh, as Mike alluded to earlier, I'm dumb. Cherish is a smart one. <laughs>
0: Damn it! Damn it! I think you're all smart in your own way. Yeah. Em- emotional and mental intelligence are two separate things.
3: This is true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I look, T. <laughs> oh. uh, so does the fourth of so, and you strike out on the road. Mount up and ready to go. Um, I'm assuming you take some time to heal Grawl's wounded horse? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I, I will absolutely wrong. do that. Okay.
2: Do... Okay, I, I'm not suggesting that we use a health potion on the horse, but do health potions work on horses? Why wouldn't they? I don't know.
0: Because medicine,
2: human medicine doesn't work on horses. This is magic, this I don't know.
5: Yeah,
2: I don't know Jephithi anything know. about magic, you guys. I know <laughs> Jefferdy would know, but he's not here. God damn it!
4: A
5: part I of
4: lives in all of us. Okay,
0: <laughs> a change in there. He
2: in our hearts. Uh, anyway, yeah, I will heal the horse. <laughs> okay.
0: Do you wish to do so via healing potion or via no. some kind of spell?
2: I'll lay on hands that horse. Okay,
0: so if you lay spend... on hooves. <laughs> Spend.
1: Stupid.
0: <laughs> so bad. Fine. 10 points of lay on hands will get the horse back in tip top shape.
1: Oh. Good. Uh, while Tirza is lay on hooves,
0: hoovesing the horse, I cannot abide, but go on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. More
3: like uh-huh. 10 uh-huh. points. <laughs> We're done. That's I bad.
2: Quit.
1: Quitting the podcast. Cherished loses one point of inspiration.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, no, guys, horse. guys, guys! More like neon hooves.
4: <laughs> wow. Okay. Execution. Hoof.
3: <laughs> Glassia finds a what way to just poof me into hell. <laughs> well, <Okay>. bye, guys. <laughs>
1: I'm done. I I was going to say something now. It, it, nothing matters. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh does Cherish look uh visibly distraught? Oh, yeah. Um What's with the long face? <coughs> Fuck. God. No. <laughs> I was talking to you, not worse.
3: Yeah, I got it.
1: Yeah. What's up?
3: Um, Just Archdevils ruining my life. The Yush.
5: Oh, okay.
1: Any new developments as far as that goes?
3: I mean, yeah. Just the list is going up in numbers. Okay.
1: Well, if you ever want to talk about it. And I start packing up
0: my stuff. (laughs) All right. Uh, As you do, you get all your stuff packed up, you hit the road, and head northward. You know that the road is going to start... uh, Bending back eastward here soon. You're kind of on a big curvature that swings west a little ways, but then swings back east and heads straight to Enclave. As you're moving throughout the day, it is uh, crisp and clear, but it's not nearly as chilly as it's been the last few months while you've been traveling. Uh, there is a distinct melting of snow that you can see on the ground. Um, there are poking like patches of uh, grass and greenery along the road. In the near distance to the east, there's just this huge blotch on the horizon that is the Eastwood. It is all-consuming at this point. And, yeah, um, anything you would like to accomplish on the road today? Um. Not that
1: I can think of
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. Okay. Uh as you're plotting along, what kind of pace are you setting?
2: Uh um, I mean now that we know that there's no like danger, we could probably pick it up. I mean no uh, chimera danger. danger.
4: As, as far as we know, there could be a third one. There could also be other That would be danger. hilarious.
1: Or other dire creatures, dire centaur.
3: That's true, hasn't yet I suppose. Intelligent creatures yet.
4: That we know of.
0: This is also true. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair.
0: And that's actually not 100% true. You have seen it infect intelligent creatures. It's just that oh, they. Oh, but like. But they willingly They willingly themselves. did it. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, that's what I meant by hasn't jumped to.
1: Correct. Mm. Um, Yeah, I'd say we keep a standard pace, Okay. um, just so we can be uh, aware of our surroundings.
0: So, stopping for food and potty breaks, and uh, maybe stop to uh, reconnoiter a little bit around noon, and train a little bit, perhaps. Yeah. Um, But, you don't get as much traveling done this day as you might have otherwise, because you had your late start. But uh, near the end of the day, you get a real sense that the seasons are turning. It's just like, it's a bright, clear day. There's little puffy white clouds in the sky. And the sunshine's beating down and doing its damnedest to melt away the winter. Get
3: that vitamin D. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs>
0: Uh, as you are making camp for the night, um, standard watch order applies, I'm assuming.
5: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yes, Im. okay. Uh, give me those perception checks for watch
3: perception.
0: Come
5: on,
4: come on, new green dice.
3: Not bad, not bad.
4: I mean, for me, that's pretty good. Well. Nope.
1: Uh, dirty 20 for Sid. Mm.
3: 17 for Cherish. Uh, 18 for Tirza.
0: Nice.
4: Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's
5: not a number, bud. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Um, First three watches go uneventfully. It is a, a quiet, uh, less creepily quiet evening than the one before. There's like the odd bird sound and rustling of animals in the tall grass to either either side of the road. Um, Uh Grawl, during your watch, you are taken Uh completely by surprise in the early, early hours of the morning just before dawn and there is a shrieking cry from above you. As something comes hurtling down out of the sky, you don't even really understand what's happening until it's already over. Something huge, barreled down out of the sky, hit the side of the road, probably like 50 feet away from the camp, went and then there's this horrible, like, screaming, and you see a small baby deer being carried up into the sky by a griffin. And uh, that's, just, that's just like, you you didn't even have time to react. You were just completely uh, taken aback by it. Uh, <laughs> it's just the
2: movie scene where it, like, it happens and the folk changes to just all <laughs> horrified in the background.
4: Sipping some just like water from a mug. Not <laughs> wow. some of my booze I stole. No, you stole
1: it. I don't that. think
3: anyone knows that's in there.
1: Yeah. I feel like I would have bragged about it by
3: <laughs> now. Oh, no, you know. Joe. You know Lord. what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Lord.
4: <laughs> well, I don't need to tell anyone about that. In case I wish to embellish, I'll say I fought them off. Um, it's fine, huh?
0: So, yeah. So that night passes. Cool. Uh, you all get your long rests in, covering hit points, all that good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So, that brings us to the fifth. Same pace. Let's go. Okay. Clopping along.
5: Do we want
1: to. Uh, same. Yeah, we're going the same pace. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: If we if we go the same pace, we'll arrive at Enclave tomorrow, Is that, or the day after.
0: Sometime, either later tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it, dep- it really depends if anything else interrupts your travel. But, um, happens, yeah. yeah like probably group. later in the Weird. day on the 6th, yes. Cool. Um, or at the very least, you should see Enclave. You're not 100% on the, the journey here. I don't know if any of you have actually been to Enclave.
2: I think it only would have been me. And,
0: and even I've then, Or maybe I... Grawl. Uh, no. Oh. Like, I don't even oh. know if Tirza has, because really the best way to get to Kathbari is to take a boat from Utbari down the river. Or up the river, no. I would say.
2: No, exactly. I mean, like, I think I'm probably the closest person who's ever... Like, I've probably gotten the closest to Enclave, but even then...
0: Yeah, I think is definitely the only person to have spent time in the Eastwood proper. Um, I know other members of the party. I believe Sid has or no, it was Grawl and uh Valor in the uh fourth year of your encounters with the Skain Witch who went mm-hmm. out into the uh out into the wilds to hunt dire animals with Valor. We killed a dire boar. It was metal as fuck. <laughs> So yeah, this is a—is this going to be a new experience for all of you. you? None of you have ever been to Enclave. Um, I don't know how much any of you know about this city, so why don't you give me some history checks, and we're going to find out. All right, Prideola.
5: Let's
0: get this die.
4: Let's get this die rolling. Come on. Oh hey, I think your die is cursed. I think it's cursed.
1: <laughs> I mean I'm sixteen. Sid got a 15. Okay.
2: 16. a is from a cult that <laughs> doesn't like talking about the outside
1: world.
4: Mm. Uh, Grawl wandered the desert eating rocks. <laughs> um, he got a 1. And then investigation is a minus 1.
0: Oh, not investigation, history. Mm-hmm.
4: It's, it's still a minus sad. 1. Yeah, same shit. <laughs> D- different day.
0: <laughs> so, Grawl got a uh, zero. Yes. Um, oh, God. What did Tears get? A seven. Seven, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Grawl, you know literally nothing about Enclave. Uh, What's Enclave? You know that there I is. Spelled.
3: I didn't yeah. even know this was a city. I thought we were just like going to a tree or something.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Tree. I thought it was Encave. I thought we were going to some sort of cave thing.
0: <laughs> I missed the L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most of you would know that this is a city that exists on the edge of the Eastwood. It is meant to be a trading post between the folk who dwell within the Eastwood itself, and Fair Ames here, and the rest of the valley at large. Specifically Stormhaven, but there are plenty of people who trade here in Enclave. Uh, a little bit like Wickmore's Landing in that way, it thrives on the goods and services provided by the people of the Eastwood to the rest of the valley, and vice versa. Uh, there are a lot more esoteric peoples that live in the Eastwood than elsewhere in the Valley. There are small little pockets and tribes and clans of all manner of creatures that live in the Eastwood. The Archfey, notwithstanding, uh, you're talking bear folk and minotaurs and all manner of more, uh, like, bestial humanoids, tabaxi, um... There are triton that make their way, that make their home in the, uh, what's called the Long Drift, which is like the big river that snakes its way through the Eastwood, which kind of wraps around Cathbari in the north. Uh, Cherish and Sid, you would specifically know that Enclave is called that because it is a place where Uh, The governments of both Fair Ames here and Stormhaven uh, generally reconnoiter. Um, Mm -hmm. Representatives from many of the guilds are present in Enclave and have direct business dealings with the high houses of Fair Ames here. There's a lot of money to be made in this town. Because the Eastwood is rich in resources but high in danger. And if anyone can lower the danger to increase the consumption of resources, they are a valuable, valuable person. Hmm. Huh.
2: <sighs> Fantasy capitalism.
0: Tom. <Huh>? Cherish, <laughs> you <laughs> would specifically know that this is, while not officially, it is um, mostly considered the place where the Barkwatch have their, like, thickest stronghold. Ah. Uh. Officially, their headquarters is in is technically in Stormhaven, but much like the Haven Guard, like they don't actually use their guild headquarters as their headquarters,
5: because mm-hmm.
0: that's a long way from any kind of woodland. Yeah. Uh, so yeah the the real true seat of power for the Barkwatch Watch is here in Enclave, and apparently you already know the name of the captain. Or at least a captain.
3: Yes. And what was that name again?
0: Sten
1: Lumberfall? Correct.
3: Sten Lumberfall.
1: Lumberfell. Nice note-taking. Oh, Lumberfell. That's
0: what it is. I can't read my own handwriting. I didn't take any
3: notes last time. Honestly, I'm kind of falling down on the job over here.
0: You would know that there are captains of the Barkwatch, and there should be also a commander, much like the... uh, much like the Haven Guard, so there is somebody else who is, like, in charge of the whole Guardian Guild as a whole, who is probably also based here. Yeah. But yeah, anything you would like to accomplish on the the fifth day of travel? Or the fifth day of so, I should say. It's your, like, seventh or eighth day of travel.
3: Uh, I'm good.
1: I might... I might talk to Stormpiercer a bit while writing. Sure. (laughs) So... The last fight went pretty well,
0: I think. However... Except for that part where you got flung off the Chimera, yes!
1: Well, I was just about to get to that. I mean, it was was pretty cool. Um, But the problem was, I used that ability first, when I should have saved it. So I could... Could have done some of my other cool stuff first. I was just so excited to use it, you know. Um, Indeed. Not not my smartest moment. um,
0: Not your dumbest moment either, though. I suppose that's true. There was that one time you drank all of that cactus juice.
1: You know, I don't regret that. I don't (laughs) regret... It's the quenchiest. Uh, Yeah, I don't regret that. You should. Let's just say my perspective on life has changed. Okay. (sighs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I'm really intre- I'm really interested to see what kind of stuff you can do later down the road. Do you have any ideas, any inclinations?
0: I believe down the road we will reach the city of Enclave. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. Alright. Do you not speak in metaphor, Stormpiercer?
0: Only when it suits
1: me. Okay. <laughs> Only when it's dramatically appropriate.
3: Indeed. You guys are a match made in heaven.
1: <laughs> it's gross. Oh, also, Stormpiercer, you're probably the best person to ask about this. I'm not a like, person,
0: Sid, but go on.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. Whatever. So, I, I've been thinking a lot about like, in, in the heat of battle, challenging specific people to uh, one-on-one contests, you know. Yes, um, you had so said it Yes. Is there, like some good snappy one liners that you can think of, you know. Hmm. Or is it is it more of a situational thing depending on what on what we're T- fighting.
2: Tirza is riding behind you and is just like g- tr- trying so hard to keep her <laughs> shit together.
1: <laughs> Cuz I can't just say, "Hey, you fight me." No, indeed. I I yeah. Uh,
6: perhaps, uh, what ho, rapscallion. Ooh.
1: Okay. He pulls out a little note, but he doesn't have a note. Uh, uh, or a classic, at have at thee. Me. Have at these. very good. Okay. Should I, like, insult their physical appearance? No, that'll no, no. Get them to... no. Body
6: shaming is never
1: good for anyone, Sid. I, you know, that's a fair point. I'm just trying to, I'm I'm trying to think of things that'll, like, agitate them so they'll want to fight me specifically, you know?
0: I would try stabbing them. That generally agitates them very much. I suppose, Yeah. You know, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. What ho? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I will. I will ruminate on these one-liners. And report back. Trust you.
2: (laughs) Indeed. Maybe you should have stayed to watch the play.
1: Yeah, they had some good one-liners. They probably did. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that is my conversation.
0: Anything else anyone would like to accomplish on the fifth of so? All right, as you continue onward, you make decent progress in the day. It is a pretty standard day of travel. The road has uh, firmly looped back towards the east and is now heading in a northeasterly direction that should lead you straight to Enclave. Uh, none of you are quite sure exactly what to expect out of this city, having never been there. Apparently it's
4: outdoors. That's new.
2: We're outdoors right now.
3: Most cities right.
4: are I just had a... I, I thought differently about this place.
3: What did you think,
4: Rolf? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I. I missed the O. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, oh PN. PN. yeah.
5: On cave. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Can you be on a cave though? I don't. That's. No. I it's. Mean, e- I mean. It's in E-N. cave. Oh. In. cave. E N. In cave.
0: Hmm. Huh. <laughs> The rest of the day passes uneventfully. eventually. will be back here. We are the saviors
5: of the universe.
3: <laughs> the valley's only hope. <laughs>
0: you uh, set up camp for the evening, and uh, yeah, watch order is normal? hmm Yep. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Give me those watch perception <laughs> checks.
3: Well, that one's not nearly as good.
0: All right.
4: Yeah. Hey, there we go. That's better.
1: Fifteen
2: for Sid. Twelve. Nat twenty,
5: y'all.
4: Whoa! Nice. Wow. I think this Wait, is the second to my F thunder in a row. because uh, I also got a nat twenty.
0: Whoa. Oh shit! I mean, well, okay
4: then. I am not letting get like letting the Griffin get the jump on me again. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna
4: drink and be awake
0: <laughs> Sid, cherish your watches Pass uneventfully, it's a quiet Night, you do notice that there is an increased Sound of wildlife in the area, there's uh, y- You're pretty sure you hear The sound of crickets, which is a first for this Season
3: Aww. I love a cricket
0: Uh, Some night birds here and there You hear fluttering, maybe some bats. Tirza, during Mm -hmm. your watch, the fire is burning a little low, uh, and as you strike out to maybe find some extra kindling, not too far, but just like in the nearby brush, finding a stick or two. Glancing to the northwest as your eyes adjust to the the clear night air, you can see in the distance this low glow and as you stare and your eyes begin to adjust, you can see these dancing shimmering, weaving lights of green and blue and yellow that are just kind of like hovering near the horizon
2: What direction are they coming from?
0: Northeast and they're definitely, like, overscored by the the massive shadow of the Eastwood that is rising in that direction. If you had to guess, you would say it's lights from Enclave.
2: Enclave, yeah.
0: But as opposed (laughs) to the, like, dull, glowing light pollution of Stormhaven or the, uh, the warm firelight of Wickmore's Landing, this is definitely more ephemeral.
2: Interesting. Does it... It doesn't... It doesn't look like the storm lights at all.
0: Uh, only in so much as that they are banded strips of light. The storm lights mm. definitely have more of a aurora borealis quality. This look looks a little bit more ghostly.
2: Huh. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that, so I'll just, just keep noticed. it in the noggin. <laughs>
0: Grawl, on your watch, you notice the same thing. Uh, and you can see that those lights begin to fade as the sun creeps over the horizon. And they mingle strangely with the storm lights that happen just before dawn. And they make this glorious banded rainbow above the city. Neat. Yeah, other than that, your night passes uneventfully. Griffin's not trying that shit again. <laughs> it's a one-time thing with the Griffin, it seems.
4: We shared a moment. It was a bond. It will aid us in battle.
2: I don't... I don't think that's true. <gasps>
0: no. Probably not. So you wake up on the 6th of so, confident that you should probably reach the city by the end of the day. Or At uh-huh. the very least, maybe if I mean... you push on a little bit into the evening, you'll probably get there. <laughs>
3: I mean, we could probably pick up the pace if we're... Like, if we'll get there by the evening at a standard pace, then we could probably go faster. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd be fine with that. Okay. Bless um, As you're moving, you are steadily moving towards the Eastwood. It is not just like a dark blotch of green on the horizon. You're beginning to pick out individual trees and... Most of you have seen the Eastwood before, at least in some capacity. Um, You've all been in a stretch of the Eastwood, east of Crescent's Edge. Uh What you're approaching now is a different monster entirely. This is the edge of a deep, deep, primeval forest. The trees here are huge. The roots seem to like twist outwards as though they're gripping at the Osgood Plains and trying to drag the forest a little bit farther out. There are these huge green conifers sticking out here and there. There are pale white uh, birch trees dotted along the forest line. Uh, If there is a type of tree you could name, you see it somewhere along the tree line. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to the types of trees that are growing in the Eastwood in this location. Um, It doesn't seem to be bound by normal, like, natural causes for tree growth via location. It's more profuse. It seems as though the, the forest up by Crescent's Edge was a bit more While that was wild and overgrown, it was definitely more of a, like, forest on the edge of civilization kind of feel. Uh, More like a forest park, and this is just some, like, deep, deep woodlands. And Mm -hmm. what you find striking as you're moving through the day is you can see the City of Enclave in the distance, and it rests under the eaves of those trees, and amidst those trees. Even at a distance, you can see some of the the rope bridges that span some of those trees and the the spiraling walkways that move up, as well as uh, a bunch of buildings that rest around the bases of these trees. And the trees are gigantic. Sid, you are aware of the neighborhood of... uh, Green Terrace? Green Terrace, Uh. but specifically the neighborhood you grew up near, uh, which Uh. is called... Oh, gosh. Yeah, the big tree, though. I'm blanking on it. No, it's here. Uh, (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, Is it it Cypress Lane? Cypress Court.
1: Cypress Court, that was it.
0: This is like a whole city made up of a bunch of Cypress Courts. Damn.
5: Shit.
0: Big. Uh, You can see that the bottom buildings that are around the base of the the, all of these trees are of differing construction methods. Um, not necessarily human or dwarvish, as is predominant in Stormhaven, but uh, more... Um, you've seen this kind of architecture before, actually, in the construction of the Barkwatch Lodge in Crescent's Edge. Uh, you think oh, yeah. it's like uh, kind of like ribbed, wood, wooded construction. Like longhouse style. Hmm. Um. So yeah, you're making your approach. You can see the city in the distance. Um, anything you want to accomplish with the day as you're traveling?
5: Um,
1: just, I think we just want to get there. I. I mean, this again happen can happen all
2: tele- will happen all telepathically. So it's not a huge deal. It doesn't slow us down. I don't think. But, um. I've been having thoughts about Carrie and her whole deal. So I think I'm going to ask as we're writing, like, does she want to be here?
5: Um, hmm.
0: Do you, like, you kind of, like, try to direct that question at Carrie? Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand the question.
2: Like, when I ask her to be here,
0: does she not like it? No, there's nothing about like, it's just that's the way the world is. Uh huh. You get the sense that it's more like when she's here, she's meant to be here. And when she's not here, she's meant to be in the other place. And that's how Carrie sees it. Interesting. It's not necessarily like she doesn't mind being a mount and a partner for you. Um There's no joy in it per se, but there isn't necessarily any, like, cruelty in it either. Okay. Uh, You get the sense that she never wants to travel in the companionship of the evil, evil horse that is Soth ever again. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I wouldn't make her do
0: that. uh, Yeah, like, that was apparently a tipping point for her. Like, if you had kept traveling with Soth, she might have had some uh, (laughs) reconsiderings. Good. Good to know and also I'm sorry, Reed,
2: but you can't have my sword and you can't have
0: soft. I wouldn't need the sword
4: if I had soft. <laughs> wouldn't need it. Straight it's up trade murder off. horse. Soth and Grawl. Solving crimes. Doing murder. I'd I'd listen to that podcast. Yeah.
2: Solving crimes which you yourselves have committed.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. In order to solve the crimes, we have to do the murder. Ah, right. Mm -hmm. A just police force, I see. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes.
5: Anyway, My
0: personal theory of murder, she wrote. (laughs) Why (laughs) do you think she was at all of those murders?
3: Which I heartily deny, because Jessica Fletcher is a sweet woman who, yeah, she doesn't take shit from anybody, but she would never commit murder in her life.
0: She just happens to be at all of she's, them. She's mm-hmm. so good.
2: Mm-hmm. She's even fooled you, Elliot. Her most loyal follower. All of
5: you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's the perfect cover. Uh, <laughs> so would it be a murder south road? <laughs> murder. <just>
0: curious.
2: Anyway. <laughs> asking for a friend. Yep.
0: Anyways, on with the story. So you press into town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as you are pressing through the day, uh, as you get closer and closer, you can see those lights that you noticed the night before uh, begin to come on as you press towards evening. And apparently it was really just... Uh, Your exceptional perception during the evening's watch that lets you, like, see them from that distance. But these lights kind of come on as the evening approaches. And you can see them blending with the storm lights just before sunset to create that strange banded rainbow pattern above the city. But as the storm lights fade, you're left with the effervescent greens and yellows and blues of these little... You don't even quite know what they are. They don't look like ghosts or the -the will-o'-the-wisps you've seen before. They're like strange serpentine bands of light that are weaving in and out of tree branches, kind of moving of their own accord, like ribbons being pulled along with nothing to pull them. But they're luminescent.
3: Sick
0: as hell. Yeah. Sounds very pretty. Yeah, it, it adds to, like, this kind of enchanting cast to this city as you make your approach.
2: Um, Is it, like, fortified at all, or is it just kind of, like, open?
0: It just seems to be open. Like, there are no walls or anything that you can see. Uh, There are... You see that there are... Guards nearby, and as you make your approach, you can see on the the main road there is a little outpost of Haven Guard on the edge of the city. You can see that they've got this little barracks out here, and there are a couple of guards (laughs) with with, uh, short bows watching the road. On the edges of the city, you can see that there are, uh, there's like a a small ring of campsites around Enclave. Um, there are people who have semi-permanent residents on the edges of the city, um, but those are closer to the forest than they are the plains. It seems as though people there are certain folk who just are just fine living on the edges of this city and uh, sleeping under, there, or under or in the boughs of trees uh, in the nearby forest. Because awesome. Enclave, it's really tough to say exactly where the city starts and the forest begins. Or where the forest ends and the city stops. Uh, it sort of just blends into each other. You can be walking in a certain direction in Enclave and, whoops, you're suddenly out in the woods.
5: <laughs>
0: the canopy of Enclave is generally fluctuates between 20 and 50 feet above you. Um, the closer to the center of the city you get, the higher up into the canopy you are, and the more consistently in the eastwood you are it's really only the fringe of the city that's sort of poking out onto the plains and those are definitely are, more human and dwarvish constructions are they are there different
1: levels to enclave or does it just kind of ramp up in sort of one steady plane uh
0: there are a plethora of levels it seems as though the primary chunk of the city is spread between eight or nine different massive trees. Among those trees, there ranges anywhere between three and five different, like, levels of construction. Mm-hmm. And those can bridge from tree to tree with these huge rope bridges that, from a distance, they look like simple foot bridges. Getting underneath them, you could see that they're wide enough to accommodate, like, whole crowds of people. Wow. And they seem ancient and sturdy. The rope that binds them is as thick as your body.
3: Damn.
0: It's like mooring lines for massive ships. Um, And it is a busy, busy city. Oh. Uh, There are all manner of folk moving to and from. It seems as though Enclave sort of comes alive at uh, twilight and just after. Huh. And you see there are definitely humans present here, um but the vast majority of people you see are elves. Yeah. Elves and they you think it's humans at first, but just like, oh wow, humans here are really hairy. But then like the more you see, the more you're just like, okay, no, that one's got like pointy ears and that one's got like kind of like big thick bear arms and that one's got little tusks and like, you're you're definitely seeing a trend of hirsute folk here in the city. And it goes from humans that are, like, maybe a little too hairy to all the way to, oh, and bear folk and uh, tabaxi and, like, clearly people who are animal people to mm-hmm. humanoids with animalistic features. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, but yeah, like I said, the vast majority of people you see are elves. Uh, there are also a good smattering of gnomes here. Um, there are, yeah, but it is pretty cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Don't see a ton of dwarves, but they're all around.
3: Uh, so, as we're coming into the city, like...
0: The Haven Guard definitely, like, mark your entrance, but they don't try to stop you or anything. Yeah.
3: So, where should we look for Darren Dunn? The Bark Watch or a tavern?
1: Yes. Probably a tavern.
2: I mean, yeah, he didn't... He's meeting up with Rift Keepers
1: and...
3: Well, they're usually in in positions like... Well, just,
1: he has a pocket watch, I can just communicate with him.
3: Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah! (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um... Uh <laughs> uh how about hey Darren just arrived in enclave where are you where you at son <laughs> also you a dragon no i'm not going to don't just
2: but i want to know what he would say <laughs>
0: And where do you, like, how deep into the city do you get before you send this message?
1: Um, I don't think we get super deep into the city.
0: Okay. Right. Um, and you'll see that as you're, like, coming in, there aren't a lot of people mounted here in the city. Uh, there is a lot of trading going on, but more often than not, it's people who are pulling, like, uh like, hand-lifted carts or pushing wheelbarrows, there aren't a ton of Ooh. people mounted up in the city. Um, so you sort of stick out as you're moving into town. That makes sense.
3: Oh. Is it, like, are people giving oh. us dirty looks? Like, should we get no.
0: down? No, 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 okay. not at all. It's just being mounted, as opposed to in Stormhaven, where it's like, if you're on the main drag, there are plenty of people mounted and moving around. It's this just is, a total tourist move. It's a, It's a walking town, That's and, funny. like, it seems as though, like, people who live here don't bother with mounts because there's too much verticality. Oh, that's a good point. It becomes problematic.
2: Like, look at these fucking
0: So, like, there are other people on mounts around. You can see that there are definitely people uh, riding horses who are stabling, and, like, as you're coming into town, you pass at least one really big inn that is apparently meant for Mm -hmm. travelers, people coming to the edge of town, at least. And you can see horses stabled there. Okay. Uh, there are a couple of axe beaks. Uh, you see some riding bears, uh, which are these, like, huge, broad, grizzly-looking things that are specifically bred to be mounts in the forest because <sighs> they can move with, like, a different style of locomotion. Okay, so horses were walks, great, we have yeah. to get rid Rehab. of them. <laughs> You don't understand. Re-
4: <laughs> All four of us were just like...
0: Like... Bears. I need this. This is my favorite mount, wow, you I also need this see in this story plenty of those uh, war drakes, like big, low riding lizards.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say those riding lizards would come in handy with the trees. Yes, mm.
0: there are plenty of those around as well. And apparently, axe beaks are also pretty good for traversing in the tight corridors of forests as well, though uh, much <laughs> less dependable. Yeah, <laughs> because of the rage. not
3: like a big, sharp, cute bear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, yeah, the bears are definitely the (laughs) slowest type of mounts, but they, like, they're an all-terrain vehicle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you
3: can -hmm. snuggle with them at night
2: to keep warm. And they'll Mm -hmm. also kill an enemy for you if you want.
0: Uh, So you send the message as you are approaching, like, the the interior of the woods. You haven't quite gotten under the canopy. And you send a message to Darren Dunn just saying, hey, where you at? Yeah. Uh, Yo, what up? Pretty quickly, you get a message back that says, Oh, hey, how are you doing? Uh, oh, you finally got here. Great. Uh, look, if you could, I'm at the place. It's called the Queens. And then it cuts out.
3: Mm. Stupid oh motherfucker.
0: I am going
1: to punch him so, so hard.
3: hard. Yeah. Actually, uh, I would here's like just, a you punch Oh, like uh, delightful. Of, like, flag someone down who doesn't look super busy. Uh,
0: nearby, like, get
3: off my, I'll get off my horse.
0: <laughs> you uh, run into a uh, a very this woman with this like huge mane of shaggy brown hair and a slightly upturned like almost cat-like nose, and she's got slitted eyes, but otherwise she appears human. And she is, like, coming out of a, a bar with, like, a uh, bottle of vodka in one hand and a, like, jug of milk in the other. And she seems to be making white Russians in her mouth. Nice. Good. Hey, oh my god, god, that is attractive.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a power pardon move. me.
6: Yeah.
3: Uh, sorry, uh, we got a message from someone we're meeting here, um, but... He cut off at the word limit. Um, is there a place around here with Queen in the name? Queen's something?
0: Just a place? It's, it's probably
3: it's a tavern! It's probably a tavern! It's probably a tavern. If there's alcohol, he's inn. probably
0: there. Oh, the you want the Queen's servant. It's downtown.
3: Oh, thank you so much.
0: You mind pointing us in the right direction? And she points, like, east and up. Yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, you want to find the center tree, can't miss it, it's huge, go up to the third level, there's a big inn slash tavern, Queen Servant. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank you very much.
4: Yeah. That was, like, the most helpful NPC we've ever met.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: ever. That's she was, like, just no drunk bullshit, enough No bullshit, nothing. To, yeah. <laughs> that she is actually was something you'll find here pretty quickly, is that... Uh, people seem to just be friendly. Like, people are just, like, saying hello to each other on the streets. You can see, like, if somebody trips and falls, somebody else from the town will help, like, pick them up. Um, there is a, a strange sense of community that you really haven't <laughs> seen in any now other city.
2: I, something wrong with
0: this city. Now I feel, feel bad
2: for the joke we made before we started a recording where we were like, yeah, we're just gonna not talk to
5: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> We are products from whence we came. Uh, yeah. Tirza, what it reminds you the most of is a Bari village, just on a bigger scale. Like, there, yeah. there is a sense of communion here, of people trying to live in harmony with each other, that is rare enough in the valley and even rarer in larger cities. It is definitely a step down from the hustle and bustle and cutthroat attitudes of Stormhaven. Oh,
5: my God.
0: I mean, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> it does have its, it's own charm. It's pretty bad. it <laughs> <its own charm. laughs>
1: Of vipers, Sid. There's plenty of nice people there. As you're we didn't moving, meet
3: any.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: that sucks for us, I guess.
0: <laughs> I need you all to give me perception checks. Mm-hmm. Oh, new dice.
3: <laughs> Ooh, not good. Okay, I'm not
4: using your dice anymore, Elliot. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Uh, four, See, I knew I should Sid. have
3: painted the numbers.
0: What do we got? 14 for Sid. I also got a 14. Six. Ten. Ten. Uh, Sid, cherish. You notice uh, as you're heading towards the center of town, there's a. Uh, a loose spiral pattern to the town that you begin to notice. It seems as though everything is sort of radiating out from the center, and in the near distance you can see that there is one like really big uh, fir tree of some kind that kind of dominates the center of this Mm -hmm. city. There are lots of buildings built in and around the roots at its center, and you can see a spiraling ramp that goes up its outside, though the diameter of this tree is hundreds of feet, so there's Mm -hmm. plenty of room for construction in and around the trunk of this tree there is a plethora of those banded weird ribbons of light moving and swirling through the branches because you're approaching this town just after twilight mm-hmm. but the nightlife here seems mm-hmm. to be hopping and as you get close you can see that the bands of light are actually coming out of bowls in this particular tree there are little like holes? N- uh, knotted holes like oh, uh, holes bulls uh, bowls is the word I used because like when a when a knot in a tree gets hollowed out. It creates a, a hole oh, oh, oh. in the tree. Um, and I just yeah. wasn't
3: sure if I was mishearing you or not. Nope. <laughs> um
0: yeah, and you see those little ribbons of light kind of like coming out of those or going into them.
4: Can we hear slight like um music like musical notes happening over the town as Judas Priest is living after midnight plays? <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, you hear music coming from a couple of inns and taverns, and there are definitely uh, a more focused number of street performers as you get closer to this tree. It seems as though there is some kind of artistic community that has grown up around the roots of this particular tree for some reason. Um, There is like a 26-piece jam band happening uh, near uh, the intersection that splits around the base of this tree. And there's like everything from people just like with a bucket flipped over and tapping out a beat to very professional-looking fiddle and, like, stand-up bass players. That's amazing.
4: Can I spend my point of inspiration to have it be living after midnight? Yes, yes, you can. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I just <laughs> want to check and see.
2: Um... <sighs> I read the, like, it just being a nice place. Tirza is immediately just like, I love this place. And joins in. Like, uh, somebody's cart accidentally falls over and she just, like, helps ride it. It's like, get oh. just giving money to buskers. I love this place.
4: <laughs> oh no. Tears just caught it too.
0: Be sick. <laughs> As you... Yeah, you approach this crossroads that splits at the base of this tree and kind of, you see the road circles around and the rest of the road here in Enclave kind of, like, spirals out from here. Uh, if you were to compare this city to Blue Gulch, this would be the center green. Mm,
5: mm-hmm.
0: Though again, the city is more constructed in a bit of a spiral pattern as opposed to the the spoked wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, up above, you can see that there are like businesses and stuff uh, built into the side of this tree, up this big spiraling ramp. Uh, again, in another, like, strange mirror of Blue Gulch, it's very much the reverse of the deep-seam mine.
3: Oh, yeah!
0: But as opposed to that, like, grim, dark, soot-filled place of industry, this is bright and colorful and full of life.
3: Mm-hmm. So, to get up to the Queen's Servant, like, we would have to go, like, use the spiral, like, there's no, uh like, elevator or whatever.
0: Do you want to go look around, see if there is? Sure. Are there
4: some, like, foothole rope things that go up and down?
0: Uh, I mean, that won't really help with our horses, but, you know. Yeah. Stable them down here, I don't... Yeah. Investigating the area, you see that there are several means of locomotion up and down. Uh, There are more than a few people here that can fly. Uh, You'll see the occasional arachro with owl heads uh, moving to and from the top parts of trees. Um, Here and there, you will see uh, elvish mages of differing types using, like, levitation and fly spells to move people and objects. Uh, There are also the footpaths, the just spiraling paths that lead up. There are also these, what look like, vine lifts of some kind. Basically, there is some unknown space between different sections but occasionally you'll see this like long slender vine coming down from a canopy an elf or some sort of wear touched person will walk up grab the vine startily tug it and that vine will go rocketing upwards and like basically bring this person straight up the into whatever destination they're looking to get to. You're really unsure about the rhyme or reason of where or why these vines appear but they're a, a little bit all over the place. Guys, I have to try this. I have to try it.
3: It looks very cool.
1: Yeah, it looks so much fun. What do we do with our horses? I have to go try it.
2: I was just about to say, are you just gonna, like, like hold on to your horse with
0: your legs and hope think, that it... I don't think that's how that with. works.
3: Yeah, is there a stable somewhere at the base of the tree?
0: Uh, circling around the tree, you eventually find what basically kind of looks like a town square um there is a just an open green at the base of this tree with a statue at the center and uh off to the side there is a what looks like a livery stable with that just like expands outward and into the forest a little ways so it looks as though this houses a bunch of mounts
5: mm-hmm.
0: uh what's the name of the um stable uh the stable is called blue hands blue Hands Stablery. Great.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, we should probably keep our horses here, or mounts here for now. Um, I don't know how long we're going to be in town, but... At least for, at least for the day. Or night. Uh,
0: the, yeah, the only oddity you see in this area is that there are a few members of the Haven Guard, uh, keeping a watch over this, like, little central park area. Occasionally you see, like, groups of kids running over to the statue and just, like, hanging off of it and playing a little bit. What is the statue of? It appears to just be this huge, broad... I mean, it's tough to tell from where you are, but, like, from a distance it just looks like this big, broad, bulky statue. Hmm. Humanoid in appearance, two arms, two legs. See, it's me. It's me. I had a statue made a very
4: long time ago.
3: You've never been here.
4: They made it in my honor.
3: You've never been they're big, here. <laughs>
4: they're big fans. They're big fans. Word gets around. It does. Yes, it's got to play. I have a statue. It's
0: fine. <laughs> At a certain point, you'll see a kid like get up onto the statue's shoulders and start whacking the head with a stick, and uh, one of the Haven Guard will go, And the kids will like look and jump off and run away. It's awesome. See, I told you it was a statue uh, of me. Kids don't like it. Yeah. It
2: <laughs> <tries>. <laughs> Actually, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the statue is yeah. maybe like
0: 10 feet tall. It's not that big. It seems a little mm-hmm. out of place, honestly.
2: So, leave her mounts here and try the vine thing. Mm
5: hmm. Mm hmm. Do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to stable your horses and yeah. other mm-hmm. sundry mounts. Uh,
2: uh, I think I'll just let Carrie wander around.
0: Okay. And she will. And no one seems to have a problem with that. Oh huh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think they would. Yeah. As you watch actually, you'll see that like there are more than a few people who will like greet Carrie as she passes.
2: Oh my god. Carrie's famous here. <laughs>
0: Not like by name or anything, but they will no. like nod or like wave and like make oh, way God. for the celestial reindeer.
2: That's a that's a spirit of the forest right there. I see.
3: Cool.
0: Okay, so you stable your horses and then what?
3: Uh I guess we could ask the person at the stable, like or somebody at the stable, like, hey, how do those vine things work?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh and they will sort of laugh and uh, you can see that this uh, is the person who runs the stable is a I don't know if you've ever any of you have ever seen a maybe Sid is the only person who's ever seen a creature like this before Um, it I mean it's a drow not to put too fine mm-hmm. a point on it but it is a a darker skinned drow uh, their Ooh. skin is like a light violet bluish hue.
2: It wasn't the, the sheriff, sheriff of Stormhaven? Or it's of not. Blue Gold Gemini, was
0: yes. A drow? Yes, but that was a pale skinned drow. Yep. Yeah. There are, there are two different types of drow that you are aware of. There are the ones who are from the Underdark, who are like absolutely pale. They live underground. Then there is another kind of drow who live on the surface, who are like more darker skinned who are generally servants of loth mm. And they make their home in a place called the Spider-Mire, far to the south, within the Eastwood. It's pretty far from here. Yes, it is. <sighs> uh, but this drow will say, Hmm, new in town, eh? Yeah. I uh, can't use the vines unless you've got clearance from the city council, unfortunately. Ah, oh, darn it. Yes, well, we've had too many tourists breaking their necks on the damn things.
3: That's a good, that's honestly, that's honestly probably a good thing. But
0: so then, please,
2: it. we're level if
0: nine.
1: I'm sure we can get Clarence. I mean, we are pretty famous in the valley, so. Uh, Why
5: aren't you like
3: this?
1: <laughs> Maybe if we ask nicely, somebody will let us ride on a vine with them.
3: I think we should just, you know, get boosted up magically.
4: Sure. Whatever floats your boat. Wrong town. Oh, yeah. right.
3: We don't have the boat, Sid. We keep <laughs> not buying the boat.
2: Stop <laughs> rubbing it in, Sid.
1: <laughs> just reminding you of our options. <laughs> oh, speaking of options, we could also go to Ometeps.
3: This is true. I do actually want to go to Ometev's, but I want to check in with Darren Dunn first. And oh, yeah.
1: I, I mean, there's a lot and I want to do
4: before we do it. Yeah. Then what money?
3: I don't well, know. I have, I, I have no money. money. I have money. I'm sure, no some, I
1: mean. I'm sure there's some information we can sell for some money.
0: It's true. Alright, so you uh, leave the stables and try to head towards the Queen's Servant? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, cutting across the, like, open patch of grass towards, back towards the tree. Um, are you heading towards the, just ramp leading up?
3: Well, I kind of want to get up there as quick as possible. Okay. I feel like, sort of, time is sort of of the essence. I mean, if you guys don't agree, that's, like, we can take the ramp, but...
4: Darren Dunn's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, but it's more, it's more exciting to get up there faster, so... Okay. And also, he...
2: (sighs) Is going somewhere. He's been waiting very patiently and kindly <laughs> for us.
4: <laughs> so now that he knows. Now that he knows that we're here, mm, they were up, they were they were off by about twenty minutes. I got a dip.
2: I mean, people might be dying.
4: Anyway, whatever. It's
2: fine. Let's go the slow way.
0: <laughs> As you're passing the statue in the middle of this, uh, the ground here, cherish. You suddenly do a double take. Oh, no. Because oh, this no. is not a statue. This is the <gasps> long-forgotten Hank Montgomery.
5: <gasps> it's the long-forgotten
2: Montgomery!
3: Montgomery! How, did How did he get up here? How did he get up here?
0: You walked.
3: <laughs> <Where>? Oh, <laughs> Hank, I'm so happy to see you. What's he been doing? I know that he doesn't say anything, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you see now is the Shield Guardian standing just placidly in the center of this little open square... Um it is there's like dirt smeared on it there's like clearly somebody threw eggs at this thing at some point <gasps> there is like a smeared face on its faceplate where somebody like put paint and like gave it some clown makeup um it's kind of been graffitied and <laughs>
2: That's awesome uh,
3: Well this won't do it all and I prestige it to cheat so that the long forgotten Hank Montgomery is clean and shiny once more
0: Uh and as you're doing that, uh, you can see that the pair of haven guard that were hanging out near the edge of the park are beating to stroll towards you.
3: Oh, hi! This is mine!
0: <laughs> and uh, one of the haven guard is a uh, a wood elf. She's kind of like giving you a fuzzy eyeball. And the one strolling behind her is a halfling uh, who is just smiling really broadly. And the, the wood elf will say... And, uh, what do you mean that it's yours?
3: Well, it's a long story, but, uh, here, just watch. And I'm going to give the long forgotten Hank Montgomery telepathic commands, but I'm also going to say them out loud Okay. so that, yeah, so that it looks like,
5: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. And I'm going to say, um, uh, bow to the nice Haven Guard officers. <laughs>
0: And suddenly, the shield guardian will turn, and the both of the Haven Guard officers will, like, take a step back, hands going to their truncheons <laughs> at their side. And the giant automaton will bow, and then come back up.
5: What a good
2: boy.
0: And, uh, the, the wood elf will say... <sighs> Look, i uh, you plan on taking this with you? The city council wasn't exactly happy about people putting up art installations in the middle of uh <laughs> Oh patch and I here. I
3: apologize. We we came from uh the Oh my god, I'm now forgetting what every so place far away. in this valley is called. Um the Dry Lands. Uh we we were coming from the Drylands and it couldn't quite keep up with our uh traveling caravan and so I just sort of told it to come here, since this was our end destination. I was kind of hoping that we would uh, get here at the same time, but it looks like it got here a little sooner. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, it's been here for about a week, and uh, I'll tell you what, it scared some people when it showed up, just traipsing right into town.
3: I'm so sorry.
0: Well, uh, can we get a name?
3: The long-forgotten Hank Montgomery. Your name?
0: (laughs) Oh,
3: <laughs> cherish!
0: Cherish, and are you going to be staying in Enclave long, cherish?
3: Um, <sighs>
0: I think we're just maybe a couple break.
3: couple days at most.
0: Do you know where you'll be staying?
3: Uh, not yet. Uh, we're heading. We're meeting someone at the Queen's Servant. Uh, mm. That's where we're heading now.
0: Well, oh. if you end up staying there, I'm sure the city council may have words for you.
3: Oh, okay.
2: oh! You're going to get a municipal fine.
0: <laughs> Parking violation.
1: <laughs> we'll put it on the nervous tab.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Episode right, well, we fifty-four. Have a diplomatic community. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: which
2: we- goes to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> Not properly
0: registered, this automaton. All right. So, yeah. Uh, what do you do with your shield guardian now uh, reclaimed?
3: Uh. I mean, we should go to the queen servant. Yep. Are you gonna bring him with us? I mean, what else am I gonna do? I'm just gonna rack up fines if he stays here.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, but it's like when you have like a bunch of parking tickets on your car, you just leave it, right? Because there's so many.
3: <laughs> hey, so I don't if know. If I've never owned a car. Never owned or driven a car. Uh, maybe like don't it's like i don't
0: driven a car. <laughs> That is my question though. Are, are you having your shield guardian follow you?
3: I don't know what else to do with him. I mean I okay. can I can we can I take him to the delivery? Like
0: That's up to you. Mm-hmm. Some hay. Make him feel like a horse.
2: <laughs> they might be fine with it.
0: Do you want to stable your golem?
3: Yeah. Okay. okay. I go back. I go back to the drow and I'm like, hey, one uh, sorry, one more. <laughs> that funky <laughs> statue in the in town square, that was mine the whole time. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> oh, was wondering about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um
3: right. see will he fit in in Alice's stable?
0: Uh if you're gonna be stabling a separate creature, you can't like double up and try to save okay, some money. That's, no,
2: that's fair. That's fair. Uh,
0: I'll
2: I'll pay for his his
0: little barrack thing. Uh, but they are like raising eyebrows, like, well, I guess it doesn't need food or care, so like that might reduce the price a it's little bit. It's Just
3: taking up space, though. Yeah.
0: Um. So they end up deciding that yeah, standard standard rates apply because uh, this place charges two silver per night that you keep your mounts okay. here. So for cherish, okay. it'll be four. Okay. Alright, so having stabled your field guardian
3: (laughs) I pat him on the head and give him a little kiss before I leave
0: There is no response I know
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just want him to know that I love him
0: Acknowledged (laughs) God
3: I wish
0: The... Actually, no, it cannot speak. Never mind. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: I wish it could, but alas.
0: And it's before, not a we
1: leave, before we leave, I say to it, I go, you stay, no following. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Superman. Superman. <laughs> oh, me. So the three of you leave and head up the ramp towards the third level of the center tree of Enclave. Eventually, you find a rowdy-looking inn and tavern called the Queen's Servant. The sign out front has a picture of a bodily-dressed dwe- pale woman uh, in a absolutely white dress, her feet resting on the back of a man who looks like he's having a great time, but is still acting as the footrest to this woman.
2: Oh my god, we're about to, like, just, like kinky ass club we're about to walk into. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: based on the iconography,
0: this, uh, you would be way. like more than sure that the the woman depicted here is one of the like Archfey, one of the queens of fairy. Mm.
2: Nice. Sacrilegious kinda. I dig it.
0: Uh, coming into the inn it is a raucous affair. This place is jumping at this time of night. Uh, there is a three-piece band playing up a storm. There is a fiddle, a banjo, and a string bass uh, playing in like quick time. There is a wide dance floor in the center of this place there where people are doing a, uh, a raucous jig. There are tables scattered around. There are no booths here, but there are tables scattered around the outside. And there is a long bar which accommodates uh, chairs for a varying degree of people of certain heights uh, and widths. Because you can see that there are some seats here that are built for, like, minotaurs and bear folk that Mm -hmm. need more buttocks space. (sighs) Uh,
2: Do we see Darren Dunn?
0: Uh, Darren Dunn is at a table that is, like, right next to the bandstand. Um, And he is sitting there, like, very much enjoying the atmosphere. You can see just, like, a scattering of empty glasses in front of him. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are... um, There is a chalkboard off to the left of the bar, kind of, like, back behind him, uh, that seems to be ringing up his tab. Um, and that's yes. the moment it is currently over 300 gold. Oh, my
3: God.
2: Oh, uh, I'm super disappointed he's not doing a jig, to be perfectly
1: honest. But <laughs> um, Is he sitting by himself?
0: He is not. Hmm. He is sitting next to a uh, huge creature the likes of you... The likes of which none of you have ever seen before. She is enormous, nearly nine feet tall, dark, dark blue skin. She has these kind of spiraling horns coming up out of her head, and she has these huge curling tusks that come out of both her bottom jaw and her upper jaw so that they kind of like twist out in other ways, like away and she's towards her beautiful. cheeks. Beautiful. Uh, She sits kind of demurely off to the side, holding this, like, tiny little cup and sipping it gently. Uh, Next to her is what looks like a half-man, half-goat creature. (gasps) Wait. Of course
2: Darren Dunn is partying with a satyr. Oh my god, I love
0: this. Who is drinking out of a spiraling horn. Uh, tapping one of his cloven hooves in the ground as though he's enjoying. And uh, the three of them are staring uh, at a figure on the dance floor uh, who is c- cutting a rug, as it were, and it is a huge minotaur who has kind of, like, cleared a space in the middle of the floor and is uh, dancing raucously, their hooves clattering on the, the wood floor of this place. Awesome. This place is great. Is I great.
2: love this here. I
5: mm-hmm.
2: I love it here.
0: And as uh, Darren Dunn glances over and uh, notices the four of you enter, uh, he'll raise a glass and say, "Hey." And I think it is there that we are going to take our break. And when we return, you will uh, meet not I'm only talk
3: with to a giant woman,
0: Darren Dunn. Not if I get there first. And his team of Rift Keepers. Rad. Hell
6: yeah. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to offer you a fine magical item from within our stock. These are the Bracers of Offense. These magical bracers, worn over the knuckles, say words in a language that any enemy can understand. The left bracer reads you. The right bracer reads. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that word here. Needless to say, your enemies will get the idea that you, in fact, do mean them harm. While you are wearing these bracers, you have a plus two to hit with all melee weapons. That includes your fists, or anything else you might happen to pick up and bludgeon someone over the head with. They're a little bit like the Bracers of Archery, only for, you know, really getting up in somebody's business and smacking them. Or stabbing them. Or slashing at them. Basically, so long as you're in melee range, you're going to be getting this bonus. Pretty nifty, right? And for a limited time only, I am willing to part with these Bracers of Offense for the low, low price of only 700 gold. Eh? Come on. That's plus two to whacking. Who doesn't like a good whack? Oh, that came out wrong. Um, never mind. (laughs) Uh, Let's get you back to the action.
0: And welcome back to material components. When last we left our heroes, they had found their way to the city of Enclave. There, they were reunited with their uh, s- seemingly lost automaton friend, the long-forgotten Hank Montgomery. Living <laughs> <laughs> Cherishes- up to his name,
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Cherishes Shield Guardian uh, that had been ordered to go to Enclave, and apparently it had gone he to did Enclave.
3: It. I'm so <laughs> proud of him.
0: Uh, No worse for wear, as far as you can tell. Though you do know that this thing has a healing factor of some kind, so...
3: Yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: But after stabling your golem and, uh, finding out where precisely Darren Dunn was holed up, you made your way to the Queen's Servant, an inn and tavern of uh, raucous reputation here in Enclave. There you found Darren Dunn himself ensconced in liquor and allies. Uh... Seated next to a uh, a satyr of some kind, a large oni woman, and they were appreciating the dance moves of a uh, uh, a rather lithe minotaur fellow who was yes. busting his groove thang out on the dance floor, <laughs> <laughs> as the kids say. Yes, yes,
3: that is accurate. Uh, yeah, let's head on over.
0: Yeah, as Darren waves at you, uh, he'll uh, mutter something over to the uh, the the satyr who will get a a wicked smile on his face, stand up, and uh, move over to a table nearby and shoo away a couple of halflings who were sitting there, so they can (laughs) grab the table and drag it closer to where Darren is sitting.
3: Is there not an empty one?
0: Not nearby. No,
1: this place is busy. Okay.
4: We deserve that table.
0: Uh, the halflings look uh angry, but they're not necessarily gonna do anything about it, apparently.
2: I mean, look at that bar tab up there. we deserve that.
0: <laughs> We're trying to set a record. Everyone give me perception checks as you're moving through the queen's servant okay oh, am this dice is cursed die is cursed
1: twenty seven for Sid.
3: I got a twelve. We're
4: all got a nine. Cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I got it at twenty. Nine,
0: oh twenty. Okay. Damn. Uh what does that make your total?
2: Twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. All right. Uh Sid is the first to see this person. Uh but, are you definitely... First, you noticed Sid, and then you follow his line of sight, and you see this as well. Uh, Sid, you are stricken by the sight of the most beautiful woman you have ever seen in your entire life. It's
2: yeah, nice. the Oni lady, you've described yeah. her already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she mm-hmm. is moving to and from tables around, seeming to be like, checking in on people. Occasionally, she'll move to the bar and have a conversation with the bartender. But you cannot help but track her progress as she moves across this inn. Her mere presence is enchanting and alluring, and you're bumping into people as you're moving the scant 20 feet you have to across the uh, common room here to get to Darren Dunn. You, like, run straight into a uh, a large wood elf man who's like, hey, eyes up. <laughs> the woman you see has alabaster skin like it looks like it's white marbled stone she is wearing a bleached white uh bustier and like from the waist down it's like flowing strips of cloth in the shape of like robes she's has bare feet that touch the wood of this place her hair is the starkest of white but all of the other, like, white clothing she's wearing just pales in comparison to the color of her skin. That is just the whitest of almost mineral whites. Hmm. It is unnatural, but she is like a living Greek statue of a goddess, and she is just moving around this place. It, does she appear to be of a, a race that I'm familiar with, or...? vaguely elvish her ears are long and pointed maybe a little bit more so than most of the elves you're familiar with the only type of elf you've seen with ears that pronounced is a ladron right. uh, and her basic appearance is vaguely a laudron. you've seen camion look like kind of like this but not nearly this uh sharp mm. not nearly this pronounced uh, Camion's winter form is definitely, like, uh, white skin, white hair, blue eyes, and it, it is striking, but this is just on a whole other level. Hmm. And when she turns, you'll see that she has these, like, bright, bright blue eyes that almost hurt to look at. They're shining so brightly.
2: Does she... I mean, just considering the way she's dressed, is she reminiscent of, like, the figure on the sign? But was, obviously not, like...
0: The figure on the sign looks cartoonish in comparison to what this person actually looks like. Yeah. And you thought on the sign, it was like, oh, that's a bit much in terms of, like, 90s comic book humanoid depiction of beauty. Oh my god. Um,
3: Rob L- Rob Liefeld <laughs> drew that sign,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but apparently they were just like struggling to capture the thing that is uh, moving about inside this tavern and in.
1: So it appears that she works here, or or is the owner, maybe, maybe. or
0: yeah.
4: Patron God, uh,
0: but as you're stumbling forward, eventually you're uh, getting close, and uh, the satyr will start snapping in front of your face Sid, and say, "Hey, hey, eyes up, eyes mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. over here." I think you mean eyes down,
1: because and I look down at the satyr. Yeah, goat legs. That's right.
0: Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Name Sid. Don't be distracted by the lady of the house. It's a good way to get your face cut off.
1: Oh. Huh. Okay. Tears so, of sighs dreamily. <laughs> I will. I'll do my best. <laughs> Secretly, under his breath, Yeah. Uh, oh my god.
0: The satyr, who introduced himself as Canaeus, uh, is wearing like a, a loose green tunic that is like in a deep V, revealing a prodigious. Uh, tuft of hair on their chest. Um, they've man. got spiraling goat horns coming out from their forehead and kind of, like, coming around their ears. Uh, you can see nearby, near their chair, is a uh, a longbow that is unstrung and kind of, like, slumped near the back and a big pack uh, near the chair as well. And what was the satyr's name again? Canaeus. C-N-A-E-U-S.
1: Good to meet you. Yep. Uh, this is uh, Cherish. We got
0: uh, Tirza and Grawl standing back there. And as you're all coming right. up, yeah the the table is dragged up nearby, so it's kind of like two circular tables pushed near each other. And uh, Darren will say, "Hey, these these are the guys I was talking about. These are the 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 the, the string people, uh, threadless, yeah." No, I like string people.
3: No, it's... Oh, God.
4: Steve doesn't make decisions
0: for us.
3: (laughs) No, he doesn't.
1: Speaking of which, uh, maybe get around? And Darren's
6: like,
0: Oh, yeah! And, like, raises a hand and uh, you can see that near the bar there is a a high elf who is uh, uh, using a series of mage hands to, like, grab bottles off of uh, tall places on the bar and, like, uh, using... It looks like a... A technique of mage hand you would never seen. Two mage hands at the same time. Ooh. Wow. Oh my god.
4: We're in the presence of greatness, everyone. <laughs> <your heads>. and, <laughs> wow.
0: And they're using it to mix drinks. That's awesome. Separate from their own that they're using to make a different drink? Yes, correct. Ah, oh, cool. Oh my god. So there's like a floating pair of hands nearby mixing drinks, and their hands that are also preparing drinks as well.
2: Okay, but, like yes. the double mage hands is impressive, but like the being able to make two drinks yeah. at the same time is the real impressive thing,
3: yeah,
5: like
2: how are you doing that?
0: High elves are just that much better than you, oh God, God fucking <laughs> no, <damn> this, it. <laughs>
3: this
4: makes sense. this
1: makes I'm a, a lot of sense.
3: I should be able to figure out double mage hands
0: <laughs> um double mage hand, what does it mean? It's as beautiful. you sit as you're sitting down, the band is sort of like winding down the song and there's a, a cheer that goes up as uh, the crowd breaks. The, the dancers begin uh, like shaking off and cooling down a little bit. Uh, the strings start warming up again. You can tell that there's another jig coming, but the, the Minotaur will see this group kind of coaggressing in this corner and start tromping over. You are uh, sat down, and a, a round of beers is uh, poured for everybody. Um, there is some like very nice lagerish type beer that is being served here. Ooh. It is crisp and delicious.
1: Um, does it look like it's being added onto Darren Dunn's tab? It absolutely is. Okay. Oh, good. good. Yeah, just want
0: to make sure.
3: <laughs> oh, and I can drink
6: again.
0: And Darren will look. And it's like, "Hey, you all made it. It's fucking great."
1: Yeah, sorry about the wait. We uh, ran into some trouble in Stormhaven and on the way here, and pretty much everywhere else we go. So, yeah, uh, Bas- but we basically but everywhere
2: we've ever been yeah. together as a
1: group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit! Should I not have?
0: Should no, I, should no, I have stayed behind. No,
1: we no, no, we managed it.
3: Honestly, I think you would have been a bigger liability than a help.
0: And Mm. there is a a chortle from the, like, humongous woman sitting nearby uh, (laughs) as the minotaur strides up, uh, as you're saying that, Cherish, and lets out a a guffaw as well. Elliot (laughs) takes the lead.
3: (laughs) I've charmed her already. Step one. Uh Look, if Cherish has a type, it's big and teeth.
0: (laughs) 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 And Darren will kind of like look dejectedly down at his cop and go, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. As he takes like a big (laughs) (laughs) draft from this tankard that he's got. Um, And the Oni woman will, uh, bow towards the four of you and say, uh, apologies for the rudeness of our compatriot here. I am Etsuko. It is
6: a pleasure to meet the four of you.
2: And you as well. Mm -hmm.
6: Great to meet you. I have heard many things about the Threadless over the last few years.
4: Oh yeah?
3: Oh, here he goes.
4: Don't, don't, (laughs) don't don't (laughs) stoke his ego. Please don't.
0: You have, what have you heard? You've survived a terrible tragedy, all of you
6: torn from your homes year after year by some strange extraplanar extra creature. I would not wish that on anyone. i mean it
1: it wasn't the best, but honestly, we got through it just fine.
3: I mean, Uh. not all of us got through it just fine. There were people we didn't even know that we lost right away.
0: And the Minotaur will lean down grabbing this huge tankard from the center of the table and say, Yeah, some people just can't hack it. (laughs) And take a huge draft and say, Arbidon, pleasure to meet you. Arbidon. I love
5: this guy. Arbidon. Oh,
1: the pleasure is all mine, Arbidon. You got some oh great kid. dance moves there.
6: You're damn right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're a uh, r- riff keeper as well. <laughs> oh. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're
6: not.
2: We're not very good at the subtlety thing.
3: We don't really run into many people who we just have conversations with, so it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to remember that not everybody knows all the stuff we know.
1: We also uh, stand out, so most people we run
0: into just immediately attack us.
3: Yeah. She's purple. That's what I mean. I'm purple.
0: Mm-hmm. And Etsuko will say, and I am blue.
3: Yep. You, of all people, know how, how that feels.
0: And Kanaeus will say, and I've got goat legs. We've all got something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darren Dunn will say, "Well, I'm glad you all made it, you know, because now we can you can pack up and go do the thing, yeah." Yeah.
3: Yeah. We, yeah. Right. Like, we should talk. I mean, we should you know talk more about that. Is there any updates? Or, like, what's the plan?
0: <sighs> well, I, f- the way I figure it is, we. Uh, pack up from here, we're heading to the oh. eastward, get about as close as to the big thing, and mm-hmm. Kanaeus will say, the edge of the wilding, and Darren will say, yep, that thing, that thing. Uh, and then that way, when we're teleporting in, it's less of a, you know, trouble.
3: Is the Is the rift inside of this
0: Wilding? Wilding?
3: wilding, Or outside of it?
0: And Etsuko will say We are not Precisely
6: sure where the Realm Scar actually is According to Friend Darren Dunn's information He was not even aware there was a
0: Realm Scar nearby Hmm And Darren will just shrug and go Look, all I know is everything is all good and crazy Alright?
3: And, like, are you going to be sober when you teleport us in?
5: Fuck
6: no!
3: (laughs) Okay, is that, like, the preferred method, or...
0: It's fine. I I can do magic when I'm, you know, a little bit buzzed. I look over at Etsuko. Is that true? (laughs) And Etsuko, who's just, like, still this huge, like, she stands uh, head and shoulders above all of you when she's sitting Mm. down, and she's sipping out of this tiny cup, which you see is some kind of liquor of some kind, and she's going to just shrug and say, I have only known Darren Dunn for four days. I cannot
6: say one way or the other. Oh.
3: I mean, he did a pretty spectacular job of doing magic when we were attacked at the Grieving worm, or whatever that was, the lonely worm. That was sarcasm, by the way. He did a terrible job.
1: Okay, I was as we I all know, recall. I really, could not remember him doing anything helpful. That
0: was extenuating yeah. circumstances. That a dragon thing had the wand that
6: made me go all puppety. Hmm. I couldn't do magic because it was using the puppet wand.
3: Did it use that right away? Hmm, I don't recall that. Mm-hmm.
6: I think so. Nope. There's <laughs> there's no.
1: no way to tell. <laughs>
4: Tears there to is says a way to tell.
1: diplomatically.
4: I'm right there, <laughs> he didn't.
1: By the way, on our way up here, we ran into a couple of dire chimeras. Um, took them out. Is there any word from the Eastwood
0: as far as the spreading of the dire plague? And etzico look over to. Arbadon, and Arbadon will grin with this, like, horrible flat bull teeth that make this, like, tombstone graveyard of a smile. Um... You can see that this guy, as opposed to Judah, who is more, like, lanky, this minotaur is a beast. He has these huge, broad shoulders. You can see that uh, cut into his the hair of his arms and around his pectorals is, like, ritualistic scarring in the form of, like, spiraling and uh, jagged maze patterns all over his body. Yeah. This guy is
2: so cool. God, this is the best B team we've yeah. ever encountered. And
0: once again, another team way better than us.
1: He's
2: wearing like
0: <laughs> yes. a loose skirt of uh steel and leather like uh straps. It's like a battle skirt of some kind. But other than Red. that, he's mostly unadorned besides for a a leather uh, like uh bandolier. Bandolier kind of that bandolier. goes across the shoulders, yeah. yeah seems as though it's got hooks and straps for carrying stuff that he's not currently wearing.
4: And he's just shredded.
0: Oh, absolutely jacked.
4: jacked. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful. Um,
6: And he says, (laughs) Yeah, those beasties out in
0: the forest have been getting a lot
6: worse lately, but
0: (laughs) nothing the Barkwatch can't handle. And he'll, like, tap a... A badge on his shoulder, and you can see that it's got the, the Bark Watch emblem of like uh, a pine tree shielded by a bow and arrow. Apparently, he is a member of the Bark Watch as well as being a Rift Keeper.
5: Huh.
3: Nice. And well, says an anomaly.
6: he's overstating it. It's getting a lot worse out there.
3: Okay, I kind of expected, Yeah, because they don't usually, like, come out. I mean, they were right in the plains, attacking, uh, you know, centaurs and all manner of folks who were coming up here.
0: And Canaeus will exchange a look with uh, Etsuko, and the satyr will say, Stuff that's coming out of the wilding bubble, it's driving other things out of the woodlands. Whatever's being driven out is being driven out by something much worse. <sighs>
3: okay. Well, I mean, I I'm not as familiar with the Eastwood as as you guys probably are, but I mean, it's probably not safe to travel at night. Should we head out early tomorrow, or?
0: And. Uh, Caneos will just shrug and says, It's just as dangerous in the day. But at least then you can see.
2: That's true. I, I can't see anything at all in the dark. We often travel in it, and it's very inconvenient.
1: How are we going to be traveling through the... um
0: Or what mounts uh do you recommend... And Arbidon will let out another <laughs> guffaw, say. Just as well not have any mounts unless you're carrying a whole caravan
6: of stuff. No point, really.
0: Okay. Any mount that can move easily through the Eastwoods, moving about as quick as anyone on foot. Yep, that's mm. what I thought.
3: <clears throat> what about an automaton? Atom- <laughs> Just kidding, I'm bringing it regardless, so... Yeah. <laughs>
0: And (laughs) Etsuko will say, I think our plan is to get as close as we can to the edge of
6: the Wilding. Then we have Darren Dunn teleport us to Fair Aimsir, and from there, we figure out the exact location of the Realm Scar.
3: Alright. Sounds like a plan. It'll be nice to see um,
2: actual rift keepers at work. Maybe you can
0: yeah, help we've cherish.
3: Really, just been sort of winging it the whole time. It's getting much harder to close them.
0: And Is there like Etzio's like, eyes will go wide, and Arbadon will actually be taken aback a little bit, and Canaeus <laughs> will like give you all a big smile, and uh, Arbadon will be the first to speak up and say, "You've you've closed rifts, uh, Two? Just two. Yeah. Yeah, only two. Oof. What a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he'll, like, roll his eyes, be like, oh, oh shit. Uh, Kanaeus will be like, I've only ever been present for a scar closing. I've never actually attempted it myself.
3: Wait, have none of you guys ever done it?
0: And Etsuko will go, no, no, I have personally closed two realm scars myself.
1: Okay. So you know how it works. Yes. So she is as cool as she looks. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And You're she'll... gonna have to explain it, because we just kinda...
0: She'll give a look over to Canaeus, oh, and he'll say, in theory, we should all know how to do it. Canaeus will give her, a, a like, a, a goatish smile, like... <clears throat> <laughs> as he, like, and takes I'll, another drink I'll, of I'll
3: beer. i I love that. Like, not, like, talking super loud. I think maybe, maybe this is why Darren put himself so close to the bandstand. It seems so that, that way, yeah. We can mm-hmm. talk, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll kind of go over and tell Etsuko and the the crew. Like, I'll go over the Beastlands one because I mean that was pretty cool. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, how we did that one. I mean, and also,
2: and also, yeah. I feel like when we talked to the old mage about it, she was like, you "Went in it? really." We talked I'm to absolutely... someone who was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> I don't okay, remember you if it was went in on
3: purpose, girl, and then we went in to come fucking
4: get no, I didn't. you. No, I didn't. He... I slashed at it with a sword okay. thinking it would do something and it sucked me up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the uh, point is, is that we had to rescue your ass. I would have been yeah. fine.
0: And they're all suitably impressed though it seems as though they've all done something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Kineas, uh will even say that uh, on one of the rifts he was present for, he crossed over into the Beastland specifically.
2: Oh, How? what kind of what kind of beast a, were entry. you?
0: I yeah. wasn't I a mean... beast. I was me. Huh? We just turned. Oh,
2: yeah. We turned into animals. this yeah, was crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
2: why.
6: Baseline folk don't go into the rifts leading to the beast lands. You change. Tears
2: are just like gets really quiet and serious all of a
6: sudden. If you, if you had any beast folk or were touched with you, they wouldn't have been affected.
3: Oh, we should have uh, so... in there with us. Actually, yep. it's probably good that she stayed out there, but...
1: I don't think we would have been able to convince her to go in there.
2: Yeah, she was very adamant about not... I wasn't mm-hmm. there for that.
0: Uh, but when you finish the story of the Beastlands, uh, Arbadon is, like, really just like, ah, good for you! He kicked its ass. Um... Canaeus <laughs> is more or less, uh, cool. like very, very tickled by the uh, the flight from the crazy storm giant. Uh, Etziko is in awe, and she mutters the name Stronmus. Stronmus, and she says, "You stumbled onto the doorstep of one of the ancient giant gods."
3: He oh. didn't. Wow.
0: He didn't
2: Seemed seem to like us very much. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's a bit of well, an understatement. I think he was more upset about, well, you know, I kind of like look pointedly at Tirza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Do you explain <laughs> that part?
5: Uh,
2: no, I was uh, just I, actually. I, I... I was. I was. I was just about to say, like, did. Canaeus, did you um, see and like? I start describing the te- the structure I saw,
0: and he just like gives you a look, like no.
2: Oh, uh, never mind. It's probably nothing. It, um...
0: But uh, Arbadon will say, "You know, I I saw something like that once in the Beastlands.
6: No, yeah. never been there." Hmm. I uh, once crossed over to a uh, place. uh
0: it's called uh, Elysium. Technically a nice place, but when it starts bleeding over, it makes people all passive and zombie-like. Mm.
5: Oh. Uh.
0: You
2: you saw a structure like that in this Elysium?
6: Yeah. Hmm, weird.
3: So they're everywhere. Presumably. Tirza, like, takes
2: a sip of the beer in front of her and then, like, realizes it's beer and is like,
4: "Bah." <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that, Tirza, it's fine. Give me.
0: And Darren Dunn is just sort of passively tracking this conversation and he seems to be totally checked out, kind of. <laughs> He's he's paying attention to who's talking, but he's not necessarily paying attention to the words.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So just I, normal.
3: And then I guess I think, the, the the point of telling of cher- the point to cherish or telling that story was like illustrating, like yeah, it was like rel- that was relatively easy compared to the the one in blue or in uh, the dry lands. So like yeah. you know, telling both of those stories. Uh, vague approximations. I'm not sure if I get into the whole Jeremiah Payne stuff, but...
0: Like, please don't. (laughs) I think we just mentioned that there was one. Uh, Both Arbidon and Etsuko have apparently dealt with rifts to the Hells as well. Not necessarily Stygia, but to other layers of the Hells. Uh, And apparently Arbidon enjoyed the shit out of it. Because he got to go through and kill a devil.
3: Just kill a lot of devils, yeah. I mean... (laughs) yeah.
0: We didn't have to
1: go through to do that, but you know.
3: Yeah, they were there were so many to choose from. They were uh,
0: they were everywhere.
3: Have you ever been to Malbouch?
0: Uh, who are you asking? Anybody? Group. Uh no. None of them, or if they have, they don't necessarily okay. know, because uh, they, yeah, they can't really, yeah. they don't necessarily know the differences between the layers no of hell. There's no signs when you yeah. go through the rifts.
3: <laughs> <like>, welcome, <laughs> welcome to, <welcome> to Malibulge <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, you they can tell get on that. if it's like Cania or Stygia; it's easy to tell because those are like the cold ones, cold, but otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etsuko has said that like hers have been uh, a place called Gehenna, which is apparently a place where uh Yugoloths are from. Um mm-hmm. She fought like weird extra-dimensional things there. Uh she has even found her way to Sigil once before. And I don't think any Ch- of you know what that is. No. Oh. Uh, she describes it as an endless looping city that is full of doors.
3: Huh. Weird.
0: I uh, think uh, Stormhaven, but like a Mobius strip of Stormhaven. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And she seems haunted by the experience.
2: Did Grawl not go to a weird Mobius strip place? Not that I would know. Am I thinking of something else? I mean, the I archive of a... is
0: near infinite in its construction.
2: I don't know. girl has been so many uh, weird places. <laughs>
4: the, um, you saw the strange patchwork pyramid. city of
0: Carcosa. Carcosa. Um, That's maybe
2: what I
4: was thinking of, yeah. but it doesn't... Yeah. yeah um,
0: no, no, I do not think any of you no, have ever no. seen or even really heard of Sigil before. Nope.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: if the... Uh, Etsuko will mention that it's called the City of Doors, and that actually sparks something with Cherish. Uh, you have heard, like, passing references to something called the City of Doors in your, like, planar research. And it's generally, uh, okay. like, talked about as, like, a hub of planar activity. Interesting. Yeah, and... The one Etsuko describes is just, like, apparently people were falling into this one, getting lost in the city, and never coming back out. Oh, yeah. But she managed to, like, grab some stuff from there and seal the rift. But yeah, they can all, like... To varying degrees, they can all tell you, like, weird stories of going through portals, finding stuff on the other side, and bringing it back. None of them have had the experience, though, of having, like, stuff come out of portals at them. Mm. hmm Apparently, that is a more recent, um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there...
1: Do they have any idea how many rifts there are in the valley right now? Like,
0: an estimation... Ah, the three of them look at each other and, like, shake their head, and Kanaeus will say, Lots? And Arbanon says, There's always one popping up here or there.
3: Yeah, I mean, the last... I mean, this was, like, months ago, right? But, like, the last time we... When we talked to the old mage about it originally, there were... One, two, five...
0: There were five big ones that she alerted mm. you to. Five
3: big ones, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's right. Also five had big ones. But cult just like activity a... around them. Yeah, that's
0: right.
1: Yeah, I guess I I ask about have you seen this symbol? And I sort of do we have a, a drawing of anything? Uh, of what? Of, of
3: the, what? The, the cult? The symbol? Sim,
1: the symbol of the cult. Have you seen any not, groups or individuals?
3: If anyone thinks about drawing it, I think Cherish is going to vehemently say, don't do that. Um, But we can sure describe it. Mm. The last time I drew that symbol and then got rid of it, I had a dream about being burned alive. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You describe the symbol in as precise terms as you are able to. Uh, most of them will look nonplussed, uh, except for Arbidon, who will sort of just, like, be nodding a little bit and say, I saw something like that once. Actually, the time I went to the Hells. Uh, it was these weirdos with spiky masks. Uh, except it wasn't three, it was five. Mm-hmm.
3: I've uh, seen five before from a different
6: source. Great. Kill the shit out
0: of cool. those guys. Weird. That's good. That's good. Weird, yeah. like, they look, they look kind of like Dragonborn, but with, like, wings and weird tentacle hair. hmm hmm
3: Those are cool, by the way.
0: And they're terrible.
4: And they don't like Darren Dunn.
0: And Darren will go. Oh, so, sorry. What was that? Who doesn't like me? You're doing great. I don't great,
3: think though. that was an Abishai, but
0: wasn't that, wasn't that the weird technically thing? Dragon that was trying to puppet him. It was an Abishai no. that could Look... change colors. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep. And he out of myself for remembering. Yeah, when you say Abishai, he's like, oh no, those fuckers don't really don't like me. Uh, but what are you gonna do? Chromatic metallic is the whole thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Tir- Tirza has been probably like giving little like side glance to Darren Dunn this whole time, and just like like laser focused to him. All of a sudden, doesn't say anything. I don't think. But just like it's,
5: yeah. Oh.
2: I know what that means now.
0: Another round, another round. Oh yeah, and you I can know. get as many rounds as you want. Great.
2: Do they serve anything besides beer here? Oh yeah,
0: anything you want. Mm. Wine. Okay. Yeah. Wine oh, mead yeah. onion rings. Uh, there is something that is listed on the menu because the menu is like written in this like this finely uh, stenciled chalk hand that is above the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, there is a list of all sorts of alcoholic beverages. Uh there are several custom cocktails served here. Uh and there is something on the alcoholic menu that is just called mana.
1: Oh. Oh, I got to I got to get it. I got to get that.
0: <laughs> uh it is listed as 100 gold a glass. Oh. Jeez, that's a shame, right? Uh
1: you should get your <laughs> godfather to pay for it. Yeah. Are you I, just to, assume, I just assume,
2: I just assume that you're, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> order that on Darren Dunstan. Do you do it right in front of him?
0: Uh, is he right by the bar? I mean, yeah, that's where you're all situated.
2: Oh, hey, you can make, you can make a charisma.
0: Unless you wanted to like <laughs> walk all the way to the other end of the bar. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I would like to do. Awesome. If you want
3: me to distract him, I have a plus ten on deception towards (laughs) dragons.
0: So you go to the other end of the bar and approach Mm. and order a glass of mana. Hmm. Okay. Uh, And you say that it's on Darren Dunn's tab. I do say that. Uh, The... (laughs) When you order that, uh, you will see that the the high elf who's working behind the bar will look at you seriously and say, (laughs) Are you sure? Uh, well,
1: I would ask what's in it, but where's the fun in that? Let's do this.
2: God damn it. It's gonna be the cactus juice all over again.
0: Kind of look you up and down and say, So... Sir, I have to warn you that if you're going to be partaking of the lady's Manor, uh, the queen's servant is not responsible for any physiological changes or uh, damages that are incurred in the consumption of this drink.
2: Oh my God! If you have to s- sign a consent for it, it's and he
0: will slide a yeah a a waiver across the bar at you.
1: Okay,
2: I'm oh gonna take god. a
0: I'm gonna take a long hard look at
1: this waiver. <laughs> what what kind of changes are we talking? about here? Give me
0: an intelligence roll. Oh my god! Do you want me to
3: get the lesser and read that contract for you? Uh, <laughs> no,
0: he's
3: really dumb. He would be bad at helping you.
0: Have
4: Maz read it. Read it to Maz. Can I?
3: Can I? Can I give him advantage? Can I come over? None there of you and know that, I, like, that this none of is... you know that Sid okay. is doing this. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Nope. That's fair. It's better Sorry, this bud. way, really.
5: <laughs> oh no!
1: I got a one. Uh, so, that's, so that's a minus one. So that's just it's just what it is. It zero. You
3: don't even awesome. look at it. You just sign it and give it back to the man. No,
4: but you miss the first time signing it. You sign the like
0: the the bar. I, I sign is... a napkin. <laughs> no, no, no. Signing is a dexterity role, but yeah. <sighs> oh, my uh, oh my god. You think he's asking for an autograph?
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you should hold on to this. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday.
0: God. <laughs> oh my god. The bartender will look at the signature on the piece of paper, blow on the ink slightly, wave it around a little bit, and go, okay. Oh
2: my god. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh
0: my and god. And that was Mia, the that was end good. of City oh, well. and
2: Ember Life.
1: Me as a person is like, do not do this. Um and Sid as a person is just like, why not? So
0: you will see uh, the uh <laughs> the bartender will say, if you could just take a seat, sir, and wait right here, the lady will be with you shortly. Oh uh, my god. god.
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna get a lemongrass
6: cider. Okay. Yeah, oh, easy. He just
4: comes out and just stabs you or something—something <laughs> something really unexpected.
3: <laughs> Pay me 100 gold to stab you.
4: Yeah, I would. I mean, yeah.
3: Yeah, honestly, it's a
4: tourist trap. It really is. <laughs>
1: like literally.
4: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Sid? Oh my god! I'm gonna... mm. uh, eventually, you see that the the bartender leaves from behind the bar. Uh, walks across the 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 interior of this place, and the the common run of, of this place is gigantic. Um, it's not the largest inn any of you have ever been to. I think the uh, the called shop was probably a little bit bigger, but this place is big. Um, and you can see the ceiling above you is a little bit vaulted. There are uh, several galleries above you in which people are like sitting at smaller tables and looking down into the onto the dance floor and at the stage. Um, the call shot definitely has more of a casino vibe than this place. This place is more about just, like, drinking and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, a, the Aladron, or not the Aladron, the, the High Elf Bartender will move to uh, the middle of the bar. And, uh, like, towards the center of the, the, like, spirits, there is a silver bell just sitting. He will pick it up and ring it once. And it lets out this like pure chime that fills the bar, and a like people will look up from their tables <laughs> and like look around towards this, <laughs> and you can see like eyes raise and like people look around. It's not everybody, but there's definitely a few people who know what this means and are Ooh. turning to watch. I need everyone else to give me perception checks to see if they notice this happening. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, oh, that's fair. what am I doing? doing. Jeez. How?
2: Something
1: fun. Um, God.
3: Oh, Cherish is blatantly flirting with Etsuko, because I got a one. Okay, <laughs> <Hey>. Fuck Sid. <laughs>
4: hey. I also got a one.
2: Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> and tears... We're-
3: we're, tr- we're battling trying to oh, keep Esco's attention. Yeah,
2: both le- no, leans sh- up on the uh, no. each side of her. Oh my God.
4: No, what's happening right now is Cherish is obviously beating Grawl at the flirt game because uh, Grawl <laughs> doesn't know how to do that at all. So he's just muttering to himself and just like, it's fine. Fine. It's fine. I know lots of great lots of individuals, the sheriff of. Blue goats and <laughs> the, the cat lady really liked me you know, a lot. That was great. Cool. <laughs> um,
0: and Etico... Tirza
2: got a whopping six, right.
0: so okay. also so, yeah, fucks it. None of you, wow. no one gives a shit. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh, blazy we love you, dude. Uh,
0: Tirza, you're I mean, having a very when you don't get attention. engaging yeah, conversation with. Uh, Arbadon, who is describing a uh, a tribe of Yuan ti who live uh not far from here, uh that you were unaware existed.
2: Oh. That is fascinating. How does the
0: cloak feel about that? Um the cloak is very interesting. Uh yeah, yeah, Sadagar is like, oh, interesting. Um but uh huh, Arbadon is apparently like super knowledgeable about just like the different peoples of the Eastwood.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Wrapped
0: te- attention. Uh, Kanaeus is getting up from the table and leaving, though no one is really paying any attention. Uh, he is definitely aware of what's happening and is going to watch. Um... Uh,
3: so <laughs> also <awesome>. fucks in. <laughs> uh, Trey, Trey. uh
0: Darren Dunn is sort of, like, amusedly watching the attempts at flirting with uh, Etsuko, because Etsuko is, like, definitely, like, responding to pleasantly to any conversation, but is not laying down any rhythm for you, uh... Cherish or Grawl.
2: She's just nice. Oh,
0: Oh,
4: Grawl gave up a long time ago.
0: (laughs) After that silver bell peels out, there is a long moment, Sid, as you're, like, looking around and seeing, like, the attention of multiple people getting towards you. And you can see coming from upstairs is the that alabaster lady you saw before striding uh-huh. down her eyes, that shining, brilliant winter blue. Uh, her bare feet brushing out from the like frayed edges of her long, robish skirt, touching each step as they come down. Uh, just seeing her walk is entrancing. And she will walk straight towards you. Yep. Yeah. Uh people at your section of the bar will part like the Red Sea and just like they leave three or four seats to either side of you empty on the bar. uh, Almost without even really thinking about it. Some people are getting out of the way intentionally, some people are getting out of the way without even really realizing they are. But suddenly you're (laughs) alone at this section of the bar as this lady approaches. Okay, then. She will give you a sharp porcelain smile and she will say "Sidian, Emberlight. That is correct. And as she says your name, I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw.
5: Okay. Faye.
1: <laughs> okay. uh, wisdom saving throw. I think that's, Let's
5: see, that's a plus.
1: Uh, Dirty 20. Cool.
3: Son of a...
0: No, that's still a failure. Um, oh, God. Cool. <laughs> oh,
3: good. God. Yep. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: a DC 23. Um, oh, God. I literally I, I, could not have passed it. Oh, <laughs> well, Natural 20 is still a Natural 20. Yeah, I um,
5: guess
0: that's true. Uh... But you, as she says your name, you feel just like this ripple run down your spine as Mm -hmm. though she has like is touching you, but all she did was say your name. But you feel like this caress run down your vertebrae. To be fair, Sid, Light are my two favorite words
1: in the entire (laughs) common language. How do I globally? You deserve
2: everything that's happening to you.
0: Oh, God, so what am I doing? Alright. And (sighs) she will look at you, her eyes just, like, boring into your soul as she's looking right at you with just this really, really intimate smile. She will sit down next to you, and she will say and, like, extend a hand kind of gently as though, like, expecting you to take it. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I do that and it's kind of like a courtly thing like you you take her hand and you're expected to like brush your lips on her knuckles you've learned this sort of thing at the Bard's Guild oh sure Mm -hmm. and she will say it is a pleasure to meet you, Cidian Emberlight the pleasure's all mine yes it is Uh... I am Mab, Queen of Air and Darkness, Lady of the Night and Magic. Welcome to the Queen's Servant. And at that moment, a glass is set down next to you. And...
2: <laughs> you fool.
4: <laughs> now, this shit's good. Good job. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Ah! Okay.
0: And she says, I am the Archfey of Enclave. And she will grab the glass and pull it over, and it looks like a glass of water. Hmm. And she will reach a hand behind her back, and when it comes back out from seemingly nowhere, she has this simple somewhat short knife.
1: Crawl is not terrible. Mm.
0: She will place the glass down in front of you, her eyes never leaving you, her smile warm, inviting, and she will take the knife, hold her left hand out over the glass of water, and jab her finger with the knife. She will then squeeze until a single drop of blood falls into the water and it will hit the water and suddenly little flecks of ice begin forming inside the drink but you see the, the blood sort of diffuse and swirl weirdly making snowflake patterns of red on crystalline white and she will say a gift freely given
1: Um, And, Mike, I assume I'm feeling compelled to take it at this point.
0: You did sign a contract. Paid 100 gold. You did pay 100 gold.
1: Well, somebody somebody did.
0: Um, And you did fail the saving throw. (laughs) Oh, so much so, yes. So, while you are not... Drink up, baby. (laughs) While you are not compelled, per se, no one is, like, puppeting you into doing this. It seems like the best idea in the world. And the whole purpose... Of your coming here is focusing down on what is inside that glass. I mean, you know, God, Sid is such an
1: idiot. So, um, yeah, a sip, babe. He's gonna bottoms up. You can rip it and sip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as you like, take the glass. Mm. You drink. I oh,
3: sip or swig? It's an important question. I guess
0: that's yeah. My better question is: Take... Are you just downing it, or are you like a shot? Take how? A, well, how how big is it? Uh, maybe eight ounces. Like a little snifter of it, or like it is half a Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun.
5: <laughs>
0: well, You've been
4: training for this your whole life. Let's go.
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: oh god
2: this can only end well
1: really it's gonna uh, <sighs> uh, okay I regret having such a stupid fucking
0: character um, <laughs> he's
5: gonna, he's gonna drink.
0: I mean uh, sip or uh, swig Sid. sip or swig up.
1: He's gonna take it. He's gonna take a sip. He wants to get a taste of it. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: And it as as the liquid touches your lips, Stormpierce will say, "I don't know if this is a- oh, okay." Too late. <laughs> you could have chimed in
3: <laughs> way earlier, Stormpiercer. <laughs> 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 oh man.
0: And Ooh. the Queen of Air and Darkness will watch with a smile on her face as you sip and as soon as the liquid passes your lips it is shockingly cold Mm. but it is one of the most intoxicatingly delicious things you have ever tasted Dr. Pepper There is an effervescence to it a slight uh, bubbliness That passes over your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no law with the claw.
3: (laughs) I want to know why they're so popular. Mm.
0: Uh, That still doesn't explain it to me, but. I can't believe that's the joke that got me. <laughs> so yeah, as soon as you start drinking, you suddenly need more. And so, like, what starts as a sip to taste suddenly goes into a guzzle of just like, okay, I need to get all of this in me right now. Mm-hmm. And that is when you are compelled to tip back. Okay. Mab watching you the whole time. There is a... Uh, an intake of breath from around the bar. Not everyone is watching this, but those who are just like, <sighs> uh, <laughs> Not that you see, but nearby there's a satyr who is giving you just like the wickedest of grins. And I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Uh-huh. A wisdom saving throw. Uh-huh. And... A charisma saving throw. Oh boy. What have I
3: done? Oh those? Christ.
0: Uh, um,
1: that was good. Constitution is 10 Mm-hmm. Wisdom is 15 Mm-hmm. And Charisma is uh twenty two.
0: Okay. So it takes about a half hour before all of you realize that Sid isn't in the bar anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. God God damn it. (sighs) Later you will ask me
3: talking by now.
0: (laughs) When you start like getting worried, uh who has come back to the table at this point, will say He's having the time of his life. I wouldn't worry about it.
3: Uh,
2: What do you mean?
0: Uh, (laughs) And he'll point over at the archfay who is making her rounds around the bar and she'll say, Don't stare, but the white lady over there Yes. That's Mab, Queen of Air and Darkness, Lady of Night and Magic, Archfey of Enclave. And our boy Sid. She's just, just. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. They just walk around. They're not like gods. They make themselves known. Our boy Sid just drank a drop of her blood. I'm sorry. What? what? Mm, I'm That's sorry. How get
4: diseases
0: and stuff. And but... Darren Dunn will like sit up and go, "What?" and look over and it's like, "Son of a bitch!" as he looks over at his tab. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where does he go? That's what he's upset about.
0: <laughs> Wait, was it <that> really sobering <laughs> for him? He's definitely just like a little bit more alert and just like son of a bitch oh. as his tab has gone up by a hundred. <laughs>
2: Like Lucidian hasn't run up his tab before,
0: <laughs> not by that much in one go. <laughs> this is a record of sorts. Okay,
3: well, where, where is he?
0: And Canaeus uh, will like have this really big smile, as though this is just like the funniest thing in the world to him, um, and say with a shrug. Don't know. Alf doing the queen's business. Probably (laughs) nothing that'll get him killed, though.
3: (laughs) Oh my god! What imbecile! Complete and utter fool. Possibly the dumbest person alive. I don't know how he can survive without a brain. It's really incredible.
0: But look, if he survives (laughs) until dawn, he'll be fine.
3: If he survives
2: <laughs> until dawn, like there is actually almost nobody a dies. That he'll die.
0: Almost nobody <laughs> dies.
3: Almost. So he could just be wandering in the Eastwood, drunk and fey, drunk right now. Oh, he's
0: definitely doing that. Oh my god! Oh my Get in touch god. with his wild side. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> That's what the Mana does. Puts you somewhere the Queen needs you. Until dawn, then it brings you back.
2: it's mm. cherish. It's fine. I'm gonna kill him when he gets back.
1: I'm gonna...
3: <laughs> Not if I kill him first, Tirza. How
1: about this? You, you can some take sort of competition. You can take I your turn. Regret nothing.
0: Darren Dunn is like, this is so good. Please don't, don't kill him. I, I don't want to explain that to his dad. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry, care. it's what too late. Want. Yeah, it's like, he's dead. He's dead. And he dies in the Eastwood or he dies on my sword. It's fine, either back.
3: way.
0: Yeah. As Canaeus <laughs> is explaining this, uh, Etsuko is just like hand on her forehead just like, oh my god, these are the Threadless. Um... <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is the valley's it?
0: only hope that is that is the famous <laughs> city in Emberlight
3: <laughs> that's the famous city in Emberlight mm-hmm. it's like do we have to watch him every minute of the day <laughs> the answer apparently is yes
2: I bet this sort of thing never made it into the play oh, um, no.
0: probably oh, most oh for of the sure play. it didn't once the situation oh, no. is all properly of those, explained all of
3: those situations got pushed onto Grawl
0: Arbidon uh, lets out a bellicose (laughs) laughter and say It'll be
6: fine
3: I'm not not saying it's right, Grawl but like, that's what they would have done It's messed up
0: And uh, Maz in your mind will say, oh good now the fool will be a slave to the fae, excellent Um, also,
2: uh, Mike, really quick, Mm -hmm. does Mab, was Mab on the list of, uh, people that Puck told me about?
0: Uh, not Mab, but he did mention the Queen of Air and Darkness.
2: Do I remember what, that was one of the ones I didn't write down.
0: Uh, that's because I I abstracted the back half of the list. Uh yeah. yeah. At a certain point it was just like he listed a bunch of Archfey uh in quick succession and you didn't necessarily catch them all. So uh the ones that you wrote down are the ones you remember properly. And then for every time you run into an Archfey, what I'm going to need you to do is roll me an intelligence saving throw to see if you remember the quick list that Puck rattled off.
2: You know what? That's okay.
0: This is our game in the Eastwood. Great. Just between me and you, Olivia This is the game we're now playing is <laughs> Oh god Which Archfey, which Archfey does does Tiersa remember which Archfey Want to kill her
2: Good, good, I love it Oh, booyah, that's 24
5: Ooh
0: And you remember the words of Robin Goodfellow As he said The Queen of Air and Darkness is not really involved In these sorts of things
6: Okay Okay
2: Thank God I have bonuses to saving throws. Can mm-hmm. I just can I just say that right now?
0: Uh-huh. So yeah, the evening is beginning to drag on. Uh, are you y'all doing anything else?
3: Cherish is like furiously tapping on the table. Are there rooms here?
0: And Darren Dunn will be like, "Oh yeah, yeah. This should be. Uh, you can get some rooms." How many you want?
3: Great. What kind do they have? Do they have double up rooms, or like, is it just singles?
0: I mean, sure, the ladies you could double up in a room if she's into that sort of thing. Um, you, they've got the single rooms if you you could do that as well. Yeah.
3: What are you talking? Okay, Tirza. Do you want a room to yourself or do you want to share a room? It doesn't matter to me.
2: I'll take a single.
5: Okay.
3: (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, yeah, this Uh, is the
2: first time Tirza has ever asked for a
3: single. I'm going to get. I think Chairs just, just so mad. Chairs just so mad. I'm just going to get a room and go to bed. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know just what to anger do.
2: anger sleeping?
3: <laughs> yeah. Just a fury nap.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, it is, like, edging in on late evening now, so it's about the appropriate time to do go to bed. Uh-huh. This is hilarious. <laughs> um, Atsuko will suggest that, you, that everyone spends tomorrow uh, hunting for supplies that they think they're going to need journeying out into the Eastwood. Um, Based on Kanaeus' reporting, you have about a five-day trek until you get to the edge of the Wildling. Um, So you need to get supplies to get you there. After that, hopefully you should be teleporting straight into Fair here. Um, So, the plan is to spend tomorrow in Enclave, getting supplies, and then the day after that you will leave for Fire Ames here. Um, If you all get individual rooms, uh, you can very easily do that. It is uh, five silver apiece for a room. Uh, Darren Dunn's not going to cover your rooms. He will cover your drink and food tabs, though.
3: Okay. And I'm so sorry, how much for the room?
0: Five silver apiece. Five.
3: Five silver, okay.
0: If you put down a gold, you can pay for the first for the next two nights in advance.
3: Okay, that's what I'm gonna
0: do. Done. Yeah, same. So Cherish goes straight to bed, Grawl, Tirza, up to anything.
2: Um, I think Tirza stays downstairs and chats with people, and also, again, just gives, like, the weird side eye to Darren Dunn. Okay. Don't know if he notices, because, like, why would he? But... Basically trying to figure out, like, it's fu- this fucking guy? Really? That's a fucking dragon? <laughs>
4: uh, okay. Grawl, what are you up to? Um, Grawl, how, how first off, how like, is it discernible kind of like the age of this group?
0: Um, it's I, was, tough I mean, to like Darren re- Dunn, obviously not. Yeah, Darren Dunn is always like read as a like excessively hard living early 40s to a uh, shockingly spry 70s. Um, mm-hmm. uh, man. And he does appear half Elvish in nature. Um, Except for his weird silver eyes. Uh yeah. Arbadon, I don't know how much experience you've had with Minotaurs. He does look uh-huh. kind of like middle agey, uh, probably in his like mid thirties. Um, though for a minotaur they tend to like age a lot quicker than most humanoids. Yeah. A lot of the bestial folk will like mature at a lot younger of an age. So in all likelihood he's probably somewhere in his like twenties, but for a minotaur that's like mid thirties. Okay. Canaeus uh, is damn near impossible to tell. Um, he looks sprightly and young, as far as you can tell, but the way he talks and the way he, like, composes himself is like a much older person. Uh, Etsuko seems very young. Uh, mm-hmm. She is, like, no older than her, like, early 20s. Oh, Okay. Um, I just want to
4: sit down and talk to them about, like, their adventures, if they've done anything together, or, like, what they've done.
2: Yeah, I'll Um, definitely get in on that
4: combo. Yeah, I just kind of want to see what other people are up to, um, especially other, um, rift keepers,
0: since, yeah. Yeah. Um, you would, over the course of the evening, learn that these three haven't exactly worked together all that much. Mm -hmm. You know that Arbidon and Kanaeus have crossed paths a couple of times, But Etsuko has never worked with either of them before. Uh, They met about. They met together about a week ago. They were summoned here by the old mage. Um, Apparently, they've all come to this life via different paths. Uh, Canaeus, you're beginning to learn, is probably, like, really old. Like, hundreds of years old. Okay. Um, He definitely implies that, like, he was maybe here when Fair Ames here showed up. Ooh. Which is like beginning of the Valley era. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: How uh, do do we get a sense of like relationship with the mage? Like do they feel about the old mage?
4: Oh, they used to date. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: Not um, uh, them... Kanaeus
2: specifically, but, like, also, yeah, did Canaeus used to date the old mage?
0: I mean, I, depends what you're trying to get out of this conversation. Uh, initially, I had thought you were trying to hear about, like, their adventures or, like, being a rift keeper is what the sense I got. Oh, yeah, no, I that's mean, what I want to
2: know. Yeah, yeah, that I think that's, like, the main focus, but I was just wondering if we get any sense, like, okay. you, you mentioned um, they were sent here.
0: Yeah, uh, give me an insight check.
2: Cool, I'm, I'm okay at those.
4: <laughs> Maybe. What a plus. Five. Uh, dirty twenty.
2: Ooh, uh, <clears throat> fourteen.
0: Rolled really bad. Uh, Grawl, you get the se- just a just after like talking about how they were summoned here. Uh, you get the sense that. Arbadon like, just kind of goes with the flow, kind of just like, and she told me to come here, so I came here. Um, So, doesn't really have any opinion of the old mage. Mm -hmm. Um, Etsuko is apparently, like, near reverent of her when she talks about her. Um, And Caneas has this, like, respectful, kind of begrudging sarcasm about her.
2: Okay. It's kind of what I figured it would sort of pan out to be, but I'm just I'm curious about what her deal
4: is. Like they were friends before and now she's seen as something greater. And he's like, ha, that old woman begs
0: Um I don't know. I have no idea. Uh yeah, you get over the course of the evening you learn that uh Arbadon is some kind of barbarian. Um, he talks about, like, going into wild, frenzied rages, um, though apparently he is in tune with, like, fey magics of some kind, and that influences his battle style. Huh. And, like, it lets him be aware of magic, and that's why he's suited for being a Rift Keeper. Um, he can nice. apparently, like, track down uh, realm scars by this the way his horns glow, is what he says. Oh. That's crazy. Canineus uh, is apparently a paladin of some kind and like you really figure that out in a roundabout way because they're not preaching like godliness or anything, but occasionally he'll throw in like yeah and then I smited this creature that we were fighting and it's like if he is a paladin he is such a wildly different kind of paladin than Tierza that it's almost unrecognizable. <laughs> That's fine. I can smite things, too. (laughs) Uh, And you don't really get a good read on Etsuko. She really... Like, she'll always respond politely to any questions asked directly to her, but she's not really forthcoming about her background all that much. Uh, You learn that she... You get the impression that she definitely has had, like... Upsetting interplanar experiences, and it's sort of what brought her into this life. But she doesn't really want to talk about it. That's fine.
3: That's fair. Mysterious past.
0: Oh, the more alluring. Uh, you eventually learn that she is a uh, a warlock of some type.
2: Damn, it. you guys have so much in common.
0: Reed pulls ahead.
2: But- <laughs> Um, Interesting
0: Yeah, she'll refer to uh, Some kind of entity uh, That she just calls uh, The Gloam Weaver That is apparently where she gets her magic from
5: Hmm
0: I don't think either of you would know what that is necessarily, but she is apparently, (laughs) yeah.
4: I can look it up though when I go to sleep.
3: (laughs) Well, the word "glome" is definitely familiar out of character.
2: Yeah, Hmm. I Hmm. think I yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Grawl, I know you're not used to hitting on people, but like if you just randomly know about them, not like. Or about their shit. That's that's not a good.
0: But yeah, uh, that is what you learn of the three of them. Um, they have all done a smattering of rift keeping in their days. Uh, Etsuko, despite her age, has definitely seen the most action of any of them. Um, though Canaeus Kine- is very like laxadysical about uh, his approach to rift keeping, so. It's a lot of those like, well, he just happens to find rifts here and there and we'll deal with them when the situation arises. <laughs> and Arbadon has apparently split his time between Barkwatch stuff and Riftkeeper stuff. Yeah. Whereas Etsuko is a little bit more dedicated to the rift keeping. Awesome. So yeah, over the course of the evening, that is what you learn. Um, one by one, the your three new companions will begin to retire. Etzko is definitely first. Um, Arbidon next. Uh, Canaas will uh, clink a last drink glass with Darren Dunn. Uh, he has been matching Darren Dunn drink for drink, and it is yeah, that terrifying. Sounds
3: about right.
0: Yeah,
2: especially because he like right. He seems fine.
0: Yeah, he doesn't even seem drunk, as opposed to Darren Dunn, who is, like, slurring and stumbling. That's fucked up. Satyrs, yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my
2: God. Is he a paladin of Dionysus? Because I'll die. I'll die, Mike. Um, Mike, I'll die.
3: <laughs> I want to be that.
2: I want to go to there.
0: <laughs> um... Maybe he's a paladin of Bacchus, Um, Mm -hmm. god of parties. Um, (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, In fact, you would actually hear him saying salutes to Bacchus every now and again, as like part of his drinking salutes. So yeah, you would confirm that he is a paladin of revels. Fuck
4: yeah. He's also uh, a big supporter of local theaters. Yes. He <laughs> is. Perfect. He's the perfect character. You've done it, Mike.
0: <laughs> you've
2: yeah, you've created him. Crack the code. Perfect
5: character.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, Canaeus will head off to bed as well. Um. I don't know which of the last of you is the one to leave Darren Dunn by his lonesome down here.
2: I. I probably leave somewhere after Etsuko, to be honest, okay
4: um, i'll I'll be the last one. I'm used to it with my uh, yeah, yeah watching everyone
0: else go to sleep.
5: I am not um, a paladin
0: of parties. <laughs> um, so yeah, eventually it's just uh, you Canaeus and Darren Dunn and Canaeus will like clink one last glass and go. Alright, well, unlike some of you, this old goat needs some sleep and, like, down the glass and go off to bed. Uh, when it's just you and Darren Dunn, uh, the it's very, very late in the evening now. Uh, the music is definitely less raucous, as, like, more and more people are filtering either away from this place or upstairs to their rooms. Um, at a certain point, the the lady of the house will go upstairs and vanish, and not return. This is sometime uh, a little after midnight. Um, As the place is winding down, the band is packing up and leaving, so it's just like people talking amongst themselves and just like generally settling into that kind of like mid-to-late-night muzzy groove of uh, a later bar. Um... Closing time is playing in the background. (laughs) It's not closing time per se. You're actually not sure if this place closes, but it's definitely less rowdy. Uh, You can see that the bartender is actually swapping out for another employee. Uh, There is a a Furbolg who comes in um, and begins tending bar. Uh, And yeah, eventually it's just you and Darren Dunn and at that point, Darren Dunn will sort of just like lean back in his chair and look over at you, Grawl, and say, "So, how are the kid's holding up?"
4: Um, well, <laughs> real <disappeared>, good. So
0: <laughs>
6: like, sure real good. Fine. Yeah, no, I, I heard about that because he he charged a bunch of money to my fucking. Look, I'm not made of platinum, alright? I've got I've got a big good chunk of coin, but jeez.
4: Them. <laughs> the words you use mike um
0: he's got platinum coins mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: yeah i mean we already cool. know he's a silver dragon
0: sure
4: yep
3: okay well we think um, he's a silver dragon
4: um <laughs> cherished could be probably doing better hmm. having issues with bounties on her head. What?
3: Soul. But
2: Her sure. head. Either one.
4: <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean? Oh, did we not tell did, did we not tell you this? I feel like this is old news.
0: It's new to me.
4: Um well uh there is a bounty out on Cherish and her soul I guess, so, yeah, that sounds about right. Um We returned to hell, one of the hells. Yeah.
6: Fuck, seriously?
4: Yep, really, really.
6: <sighs> Is she still mad at me about the whole mum thing?
0: Mm, that's tough to say. What about Sid and the whole dad thing?
4: Um, you know, uh, he kind of dealt with some harrowing issues, uh, one might say, in Stormhaven. He might have forgiven you a little bit. <laughs> or he may have forgotten. It's been a while. Mm. You should probably bring it up. You should probably
6: talk to him. I won't bring it up if he's just going to get mad again. I don't feel like.
4: You never know. He could be really happy this time.
6: I don't think that's what's going to happen, but all right. Uh, um. But everyone's, they're like, doing okay, I guess. Yes,
5: no. yeah.
0: All right. Because, yeah, Zenov was worried about the young'uns. You, you, I got, mean, they're a good, all
4: emotionally distraught, yes.
5: Well,
0: Yeah. Who hadn't? Uh... What about you, Grawl? How are you doing? How are you hanging in there? I know the the bulwark thing was a right piece of nasty business.
4: Right. uh, That reared its ugly head slightly. Via lightning and angels. Angel.
0: Sorry. Fuck. Yeah? Was it the... Magubulu singer. yeah, Magubulu. Magubulu.
4: Maglubulu. Yes.
0: That's
5: his name.
4: I know he's watching me right now.
0: I hope he likes <laughs> the <laughs> insult.
5: <laughs> Magoobaloo. Meg- mag-
0: yeah. He he sent an angel to 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 off you or something.
4: Um well, uh in an attempt to uh defeat one of my greatest enemies. Um, a very tiny man, very smart tiny man. Um, he tried to hit me with lightning. Uh, Sid turned into lightning and hit me himself. The,
0: hold, hold on, uh, wait, the, the tiny man tried to hit you with lightning? Or no, they... no,
4: Maglooba, M- Magluba dude.
0: Oh, yeah, alright. Yeah. Tried to hit you with lightning.
4: Um, right, red lightning. Sid turned into blue lightning, ran faster than lightning. Sid turned into- Hackled me. Uh, Turned into lightning. This is not the alcohol. This is 100% real. Yep, Sid (laughs) turned into Sonic the Hedgehog.
6: Your Sid turned into lightning.
4: He, He turned into lightning. Huh. Is that a family thing?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I've never seen my Sid turn into any lightning before. To be fair with him all the time, so who, I don't know what he's doing mm-hmm. in the bathroom or anything. So, uh, um, fair enough. You made the bathroom joke before I could have. Your wit is very sharp. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, but, uh, no, I don't think he's uh turned into lightning as far as I know. Um,
4: uh, yeah, and then, uh, In retaliation for not hitting me with his lightning, he sent an angel decked out in chains, which I promptly dispatched. He really didn't touch me much at all. i nary a scratch, really.
0: Oh, good for you. Angels are tough bastards sometimes.
6: Not for me, really. Sure. uh
0: And how's the whole, um... Dreamlands thing going?
4: Um, I have helpers now. So I'm oh. assembling a team.
6: Because you're not all bringing sorts. the others in there again, yeah? Hell no. Don't need you sleeping for a week or
4: anything. No. Would have been fine had they just let me do my thing, but that's okay. Oh, alright. We missed you, by the way. When? the whole adventure. We've got kind of used to having you
0: around. Oh <laughs> well that's I uh, cannot say anyone's that's fine. That's fine. really have well that's that's a first. Thank you, I think, Grawl. Thank you.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh are, are you going to stay down here tonight? Or? Yeah,
6: yeah. Um all right. I don't really sleep all that much anymore. Uh yeah. Uh, well, it's tough in beds. It's too soft. Uh, one more, uh, before you, you know, why was, oh, why was, Tears was looking at me all fucking night. Do you have any idea what that was about?
4: Did you have something to say, Olivia? You're making some hand motions.
2: No, I'm good.
4: No. Oh, um. I don't know. She thinks you're some sort of dragon or whatever, but obviously Mm, you.
0: And he's like, he's he's choking on nothing as he's just like staring at the table, wide eyed, going, "Oh, is that what she thinks?" Mm." I don't know.
4: She's from a cult. She, yeah,
2: yeah. Who
6: knows? That's probably okay. Now I want to say something.
3: Fucking would have figured it out.
4: I know.
2: In
3: character. I know. Out of character, actually, yeah. Olivia is the first one who figured it out. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: oh. And
6: that's what she thinks, and she's told you this then. Uh she she t- she told anybody else?
4: I, I no. I mean, like, we could Sid could be a a bear? We, we like we don't know that.
0: Oh, probably don't. not. You I mean, we know he might be a bear when he comes back. We don't know. Um, but it doesn't happen that much. Um, mostly it's donkeys. Uh but. Hmm. Uh, grawl will avoid making the 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 joke about Sid being an ass. <laughs> so it's just you and Tears than Then who know about the dragon thing. I
4: yeah I mean did we we know about the dragon thing I mean let's cherish. No, let's that's cherish No that's I mean it's
0: us like, that's the, the cherish that's hm what does cherish think about the dragon I thing mean, we had this we I I don't know I mean girl I need you to be straight with me man does cherish think I'm a dragon
4: Maybe. Fuck. Is this bad if you were a dragon? Hypothetically speaking, because we both know that you are not
6: a dragon. Right,
0: right, yeah. Why would you say the wink? Um, It's because it's an audio
4: format. uh, Like, got it.
6: (laughs) Uh, Uh... Hypothetically speaking, uh-huh. if I, and I'm not saying I am, uh-huh. if I was, and people started, if Cherish started knowing about it, that might, there's a lot of things she might figure out real quick if she knew if I was, a oh, bugger in hell, um,
0: uh, yeah. Um. It's about Cherish's mom stuff. That
6: it's probably not going to oh, help. So
4: stuff, uh stuff that she would really, really like to know? <sighs> probably. Probably. And I'm not. No one wants to have that kind of conversation, I understand.
6: It's not. Uh, it's just. If she's right and Velmarades went to hell, then I don't even fucking know, man. Like, why would she end up in hell? Who knows? Nah, no, because you see, I know, right? She's... she's the best of us. She's unimpeachable. Queen of the Vale, you
0: know? Too good. That kind of person doesn't end up in hell. Maybe she's there for a reason. Maybe she's there by choice. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, And they'll, like, take another swig. Of whatever it is he's drinking. Even if she is there,
4: isn't it better that she's alive?
6: Alive in hell Hell
4: Cherish came from hell. She's doing just fine. Cherish got out we can get some. She's out not there. <laughs> She's doing better than being dead, okay?
0: This, this side of the dirt, y'all. And is just, like, shaking his head, but then, like, the shake turns into kind of a circular motion, and then that slowly turns into a nod, and he's just like, I guess.
4: My logic is flawed, but sometimes that makes sense.
0: <sighs> yeah. Alright. Well, And he'll raise his glass. He is open. <sighs> Nobody we love goes to hell, yeah? Yep. Down it. That's all he's got for you. You should talk to them. Have a good night. Yeah. And you leave Darren done to his cups. The night passes. You all get a a good rest. Sid.
6: (laughs)
5: Yes.
4: Our adventure boy.
0: It is dawn as you walk in through the front doors of the Queen's Servant. Okay. You do not remember what happened in the last, Mm -hmm. let's say, 12 hours. Okay. You have no memory of that period of time. Mm Mm-hmm. You are uninjured. Uh Stormpiercer is still in your possession. You have the very distinct impression though that whatever you did was bad. Huh. Like naughty or bad. <laughs> Like, there is an overwhelming sense of guilt that you feel that you cannot explain. Because you made the charisma saving throw. But you Mm. failed the other two. You had no control over your body, you have no memory of what happened, you just know that you don't feel good about it.
3: That's the worst type of hangover.
0: Other than that, you feel amazing. As you are, like, coming into the front doors of the Queen's Servant, the light of dawn backlighting you as you're walking in. You feel refreshed, uh, energized, and you have a plus one permanently to your Charisma score. Ho! Oh. Ho!
1: God
2: her
0: damn! Her too.
1: Damn! Okay. Still a, just a plus three, but uh,
4: yeah. Nice. But then he made it someone. He made someone's <gasps> mind explode on the streets, and now he is the Harrowman.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that. Oh, boys! <laughs> boy, boy! boy. <laughs> i
5: don't want that. Uh,
3: a quick note. So when Cherish went to bed, she took uh, Sid's things upstairs. And put them in the bag of holding. Good to know.
0: So, yeah, Sid, you're... Not that
3: she told anyone she was doing that.
0: <laughs> she just did. Huh. Yep. So, yeah, Sid, you come in through the front doors of this place. It is uh, bars being tended to by a furball you don't recognize. Uh, though he waves at you as you enter. Um he will slide a second waiver across the bar at you as you enter
1: yeah what does this one say I read it a little bit more carefully this time (laughs)
0: Uh, it simply says that you're going to uh, agree not to partake of the mana ever again
1: (sighs) you don't have to tell me twice
0: (sighs) I see Darren, I assume. Uh, yeah, Darren is face down on the table, surrounded. Uh, the glasses have actually been cleared away, uh, but he has a death grip on a bottle of wine that is sort of like pooling under his face. Hmm. Um, the chalkboard behind him has tallied up to somewhere close to 600 gold. Jesus. Whew. Well, between... <laughs> the eight of you. Uh, plus Sid's little stunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's passed out, I assume. Yeah, and when you sign the second waiver, uh, the Furbog will have said, uh, The lady thanks you.
1: Yeah. Did a... Uh... Is there a room? Can I get a room?
0: Sure. Great. How much? Uh, it is five silver per day. Okay. Uh,
5: five silver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, a, like uh, I said, you feel refreshed. You do not feel tired. You do not feel hungover. You feel amazing physically.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but on an emotional level. <laughs> mm, yeah. No. I, I'm fully... Something is haunting you now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how, like, good physically I feel. If I'm feeling an overwhelming sense of guilt for something I don't remember it's gonna be.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. Alright, yeah. I'll pay for a room.
0: Yeah. I would say it's about this time that uh, Tears is probably coming downstairs, too, because it's first thing in the morning. You're muted, Olivia.
2: Shit, I was just about to say, yeah, I feel like Sid stumbles in and tears at eating breakfast.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, sure, that's absolutely happening.
2: I kill him.
1: That's fine. It's, no, uh...
3: <laughs> I said what I said.
1: <laughs> Uncanny Dodge. Um...
2: <laughs> Sid, are you... Alright, do you, do you need to... She just kind of like vaguely gestures at the table. Like, a, sit down. Sit down? Sit down? Are you okay?
5: Mm, yeah, I'm fine.
1: Totally fine.
2: What
5: do happened?
1: Feel, do I feel tired, Mike? No. We, okay, so I don't even have to go to bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened? Uh, I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what happened.
2: So you had a good night then?
1: I don't know. Like I, I don't remember. It's not like it's not like a night of drinking. It's like you literally can't know.
2: remember anything at all.
5: Yeah. Well. That's
2: what happens, I guess. I don't know. I don't drink to ex. <laughs>
4: <You> barely drink.
2: <laughs> Just like the most uh Catholic mom on Sunday <laughs>
5: morning like <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Sadagar is just exuding pity for this boy. Yeah,
2: that's. I mean, me too. But I gotta give him a hard time for it.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, here's a question. Hey, Storm Piercer. Yes. What do you remember?
0: Everything. Oh shit. And you know, Sid, I'm not sure if I want to tell you. (laughs) Stormpiercer? Yes. Tirza does the, like, lean on the table. I'm going to go up
1: into my room and you're going to tell me, okay?
0: What? Again, I haven't made up my mind.
1: Stormpiercer, I don't remember what happened.
0: Yes, that is unfortunate. You did, in fact, make a deal with a fairy queen. That sort of thing can happen. I
1: didn't know that's what it was. Indeed.
5: Okay. So okay. so maybe okay. a
2: lesson here is, is to not just
1: drink things that you don't know what they things are. Things that are served in a bar that people go to. I.
2: That's that's
3: fair. I was fair. about to feel bad. I was about to feel bad for this ploy of hiding your stuff to make you think that someone stole it. But nope. Now I'm uh, really right back on board with that. Feel...
4: Life's about choices. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, um, Storm Pierce, think think on it. Um. guess I'm not really tired for whatever reason so I'm gonna go
0: on a walk and I'm going to guess fairy magics sure character
1: like and it leaves
0: so uh, the rest of you have had a a good night. Eventually, you find your way downstairs. Uh, the rest of the Rift Keepers are slowly making their way down there as well. Uh, at some point, somebody's gonna poke Darren Dunn awake. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'll.
5: <laughs> Who's I'll... to say?
2: <laughs> I mean, no. I'll I'll wake him up eventually, and okay. I'll also like let it. Him down that Sid is back but seems upset and went for a walk.
3: And he just left again? Did he even notice that his stuff wasn't here?
2: <laughs> I don't... <laughs>
4: God. I mean, he's got the storm piercer, so, I mean, like, what... I don't... I don't think it matters that much to him right now.
3: <sighs> What's the point of trying to teach someone a lesson if they're not going to pay attention?
4: Tell me about it. Really, just please tell me about it.
3: I took all of his stuff and put it in the bag of holding so that he would think that someone the... stole it while he was out gallivanting doing whatever.
4: Keep doing that. Keep doing that. That's a very yeah. good idea. Yeah.
3: I don't
5: think that that... Okay.
4: This is hard love, okay?
0: <laughs> so... Uh, the rest of the day is yours to go about and uh, fetch supplies. Sid, where do you go?
1: I have no idea. I think I'm just... Uh, trying to process the stupid thing I did. Fair enough. Yeah, <sighs> Clear my head, I guess. Well, that's already happened, but... Um, yeah, just... Just kind of walk... Um, I feel like that's that's how Sid processes decisions that he's made is just going on a walk and looking around, seeing what what there is to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, walking about town, uh, it seems as though Enclave is not a morning city. The city is like very much less active during the day. Seems like there's way more nightlife in the city than there is. Daytime. Like, there are traders and stuff down on the the lower streets, but you can see up into the canopies of the trees. It's not nearly as active. It's not nearly as many people going to and fro. Seems as though the city kind of just slows down during the daylight hours. Which is interesting, but not necessarily crazy. Uh yeah, Stormpiercer sits in judgmental silence at your hip. Um yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is not proud of what you did and makes himself known every once in a while. I'm sure. The rest of the day is yeah, you, you spend it make uh like getting supplies for whatever you need. Um, so do you eventually wander your way back to the inn, or do you just spend the whole day traipsing? No, I think I, I think I
1: wander back to the inn.
0: Okay.
2: I mean, do we want to make a make a, a duskwalker stop?
3: I do.
0: Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, as you're. Getting together, Sid eventually wandering back. You've all eaten breakfast, and uh, the Rift Keepers are like—they're uh, curious about what you're talking about. What's Duskwalker?
2: Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> he would want us to tell people, though, right? Like <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, that's probably he's, true. He has never been shy about it.
3: Uh, it's a.
2: Traveling magic shop.
3: Yeah, I think that's the it's best like the way to easiest put
2: it. way to. Yeah.
3: Do you guys want to come? There's some pretty cool stuff there. It's all kind of expensive, but.
0: And Canaeus would definitely love to come. Uh, Arbidon is just like, sure, why not? Nothing better to do with the day. Uh, and Etsuko is genuinely interesting about. What do you mean, traveling item shop?
3: You'll find out. There's a monkey. It's great
0: and Darren Dunn says alright you all do that I'm gonna hold down the fort yeah
3: that was a big surprise there
0: unless you want me to come he says kind of like looking at Cherish briefly before (laughs) looking away
3: you can come if you want
0: Uh, I'll come if you want me to come oh my god
3: I'm not doing this with you
6: Oh, alright. Um
3: If you want to come with us, you're welcome to
0: Okay. Uh like looking awkwardly at you and then over at Grawl. Yeah, yeah. I will I'll come with I'll come with (laughs) (laughs) the least subtle
2: thing that's ever happened.
4: (sighs) Good. Hell of subtlety, look at me.
0: (laughs) That's fair. I did say we don't do settle. Yeah, we don't do this settle. True. Darren Dunn will take a wineskin for the road. Yes, that's uh, he will settle up at the bar before he leaves, uh, pulling out just, like, stacks of platinum from just that that rough, like, overcoat that he wears. Yes. He's just pulling out chunks of change. It seems like there is more room in the pockets of his coat than there should be. Uh, Uncle, Uncle... Uh... Uh, Uncle Dragon Man,
4: can can you spare some some chains for us to get some some sweets, and treats at the uh, at the <laughs> shop?
3: At the shop. Hey, stepdad, you want to buy my love? <laughs> yeah. Get me I'm a cool ring of protection, it. old man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my AC <God>. is fourteen. <laughs> Help a kid out.
0: Well, we can't be having that, can we? Um... <laughs>
3: Oh, no. I'm the closest thing to your wife you're probably ever going to see again, so buy me something. <laughs>
5: oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Christ. <laughs> like, Good
3: thing I'm yeah, not I've
5: evil. Been... Evil? Yeah. I was
2: just supposed to say, eat, cherish me. not disappear and.
4: <laughs> you just haven't been given the opportunity yet. This is true. right no. in
0: As you I'm all saddle up culture. and get ready to leave, it's about that time that Sid wanders back. Um. Having burned off some of the excess energy, you're feeling a little bit better out of the day. The clean air here in Enclave and like the, the friendly atmosphere definitely serves to, to cheer you up a little bit.
2: We're going to Duskwalker.
4: Shopping
1: time. Do you want to come? Uh, I don't really have any money. You guys have fun.
0: So Sid's so going to stay did. behind? Okay.
1: Yeah.
5: Okay. Okay. I, th- he-
2: I think before we like leave, Tirza will do a like like pull him aside and ask if he's okay. I- I'm sorry about earlier. I just Cherish and I were worried. Grawl knew you were fine because, of course, he did. You
4: left. Just... When did you leave? <laughs>
2: Yeah,
6: fine
0: pat him on the shoulder and Canaeus will definitely like uh, clap you on the shoulder as well as soon as he sees you and Arbidon will give you like a a big wicked grin Um, Canaeus will say was it good?
1: (laughs) Uh, I have no idea
0: Hmm. Yep, that'll happen. Mm. Trust me, it was probably a good time.
1: I don't know. Uh, all right, well, have fun, kids. Um, and then I don't know. Sid
0: sits down. Is Darren Dunn's is Darren Dunn going with this? Darren Dunn kid? is sheepishly at the back of the group kind of just like trailing like some kind of chaperone yeah I'm just gonna go I guess I'll go upstairs to my room okay yeah wistfully stare at the ceiling for a while
1: yeah St- I still haven't noticed that my stuff is missing <laughs>
0: gets... nope.
1: I mean I don't know I don't nice. know if I should roll for it but like, I feel like what's
0: your passive surprised. perception
1: a lot. It's 20.
0: Jesus
2: fucking Christ. Yeah, you would
0: notice. Like, as soon as you get up into the room, and, like, there's that moment where you would normally, like, spill your backpack off your shoulders, and be like, Mm -hmm. wait. (laughs) Oh, shit. Did I leave my stuff wherever I was? God. (laughs) Meanwhile, everybody else leaves, and, uh, heads out into the streets of when I say streets, I mean like rope bridges of enclave. When you get outside, Grawl, uh-huh. you begin to hear. Mm-hmm. I had
4: almost forgotten. God damn it. Where's it coming from?
5: (laughs) I can't tell.
0: Coming from all over. The strange, melodic humming. Cherish. Huh? Cherish.
3: What? We've
4: got a friend nearby.
3: Wait. Uh Are you...
4: Not like bad, like it's... Hmm...
3: Girl, level with Nefarious me here. What's going
4: on? I hear humming, lots of humming.
0: Do you have to
3: roll for that, or
0: yeah? Uh I mean, you've only to, encountered to know what he's talking about one creature that does. Uh, yeah, that hummed. hums melodically. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I mean, actually, I do think that is true. I don't think even mm-hmm. any like other person we've met hums melodically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not in a sinister fashion, no.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> why would the... Why would the Caught be here?
4: It's a giant forest. There are fey. Everywhere. I think...
3: Oh, okay, but, just... like, why would it be... Why would it... Like, I can't hear anything. Like, what does it want?
4: I don't know, but I owe it a favor. You what? The gorilla thing. You know but how the I... captain.
1: Do we
2: dog, you don't tell us anything. You don't tell us anything. <laughs> the only person um... you've been honest with this whole time is Darren Dunn. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I gotta ask more
1: questions. We have asked questions, first of all.
3: Yeah.
4: Eh. I don't remember them. They must not have happened.
3: The price you paid was a favor?
4: I I, I guess. I guess so. This is not a good time for it to be calling in Mm -hmm. favors. There it is again.
0: (laughs) It's getting louder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I think I might have to go see a man about a cat. You guys have fun at the shop. I will catch Wait, right what? up with you.
3: G- growl, do you. Yep. Are you sure that you.
4: What? And uh, then you go along and then you owe it a favor?
3: It doesn't make deals with my kind.
5: Hmm. Remember? No.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's... Is is that yeah. A, was that and a serious followed question? Up that, followed <laughs> up the beat after, yeah. With
4: that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Reed and Grawl are merging. <laughs> like you have always been
2: one. Yes. Let's
4: be. Grawl, what are you talking about? I play Reed in, 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 the, in the podcast. <laughs> um, Alright, um, so... But you
3: want to tackle this alone, is what you're telling me i tackled
4: the last one alone and turned out just fine until now.
3: <sighs> you know what? Exactly.
4: All right. So I, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. We're not going to fight it.
0: You're all having this like stage whispered conversation as you're walking yes. through the streets. Yeah. I, I think Tirza is
2: like explaining how Duskwalker works and is okay. like, yeah, so we need to find a spot that's like enclosed, and then we can do this ritual thing, and then a monkey will show up. It's like going...
5: <laughs> and then a monkey shows
0: up. And as, like, Cherish and Grawl have fallen behind a little bit as Tears is doing the tour guide thing, um... Mm-hmm. You two have, like, sort of fallen just in front of Darren Dunn, uh, who is, like, trying not to listen, but is definitely listening. Good. <laughs> Didn't, if I remember correctly, wasn't it like next
4: time I'm in the Eastwood, you know, a favor will be called upon me or whatever. You
0: remember Fuck. the words of a certain Mister Goodfellow who let you know that the cot bayoon would be calling next time you entered the Eastwood.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And then I made a joke about, well, I never have to go back there again.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: when we were on the way there. <laughs>
4: I thought we were gonna go off to the right and avoid all of it.
3: <laughs> oh my god, we're all doomed. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. The valley's only hope. Um. Okay, so I, I just I don't know all what
5: right. you want me to do here. I don't. I don't know. I
4: just I would, uh, letting letting you know uh, about a predicament that I now find myself in.
3: Okay but you also don't want me to help you.
4: I don't I don't know how you are going to help me. I'm the one who owes him a favor. I don't know what he's going uh, what what it's going to do if you say, "Oh, I'll chime in." See what I'm saying?
5: I'm sorry. Yes, I, do.
6: I couldn't help but overhear. Who do you owe a favor to? <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Hi. I don't uh, know what that shit. is.
4: Oh. Uh, Cherish and I were just talking about Role playing. <laughs> something very important about um deals and friends and fun stuff like that. You love talking about those things, right? Right, Darren? You should probably talk to Cherish. Uh, oh, oh,
6: themselves. Uh, uh, Right now? Um...
4: Why not? I've got something I gotta go take care of oh I and just... this is a great time back here, weirdly enough.
3: Meet us back at the queen's servant by God, I don't even know
4: <sighs> Um.
3: how will we know that you're okay like
4: do i have, do I have my uh stone of or whatever the yeah stone thing. of
2: reaches that feet. only works five hundred feet.
4: <laughs> well, great! I'm going to do my best to get back towards the the, the queen servant, and uh, when should
3: we come out? When should we come after you? Whatever that means, you could be halfway across the I valley. Don't, I
4: don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. Do you um, me, do you what time me? is it right now? Uh, it's like nine in the morning. Uh, give me until four.
3: Okay, four.
4: Darren, Darren, Darren. Uh, now's the time. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, okay. Great. Remember,
4: focus up. Yeah. Eye contact. Ooh. <laughs> or not eye contact. As yeah. long as you say the words and mean them. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Mm. I believe in you. Mm. Good luck. Yeah. And I take. I just walked out. I just peel off into an alley.
0: <laughs> now, there's not really alleys here.
4: Um, well, like a, I don't know, a between-buildings st- kind of thing. Step oh. off a ledge.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> It's like a bunch of tree uh, houses. Catch me. Yeah, catch you me. D- you don't really have alleys until you get down to, <laughs> to the ground level. Yeah. Which I guess is... Um, you to a
3: skateboard and just rolled down the ramp.
0: Probably where I you were all heading, so that you could do the Duskwalker ritual. Cause I, don't mm-hmm. know. I
2: don't know, where are we heading? We could have just done it in the air. That's inn. the thing, e-
0: everyone was kind of following, like... Tirza's kind of front-following everybody. And everyone sort of Tirza's just
2: following. Fall- and is doing the thing where she's like,
0: I was following you guys!
4: Right. We're always in the back. What are you talking
0: about? Uh, so, Grawl, you peel off and, like, uh, move across a rope bridge to another tree. Uh-huh. Uh, you Oof. can see this one is sort of, like, riddled on the inside, so there's an intersection inside the tree, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um Kind oh, of cool. And as you're moving towards it, the humming is getting louder and louder and louder. And eventually you are coming into this intersection uh, within the the guts of this tree. It gets dark in here. Maybe at night it would be lit by one of those glowing ribbons, but for now it is a dark tunnel inside this tree. And you can see two huge luminous yellow eyes opening up as you step in. And a voice saying, Hmm, yes... Welcome back to the Eastwood
6: Grawl.
4: Great to be here. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Oh, God. I completely forgot about this. (laughs) The the Grawl story.
6: Good on you
0: for remembering. (laughs) Why would I forget? Something like this. Probably best that you forgot. These sorts of things tend to weigh on the mind a little bit. (laughs) Got a lot of that going on lately. As you stride into this intersection, those yellow eyes will... Blink and then vanish, and you feel this huge motion behind you as a large 4 pawed creature, the large toady face with a swishing furry tail, will move behind you and begin circling you. This enormous cat with a broad grinning face. It lets out a hmm. hmm. See, you're doing well. <laughs> Yes. Better now that you're here. Oh. It's awesome.
6: How do you like your form, Grawl? Do you miss the gorilla body?
4: Mm. No, not particularly.
6: Hmm. That's good. Some people get a taste for the animal forms, and they always are looking to go back. There's a freedom to it that they like. Nope. Not you.
5: Doing great.
6: Hmm. Hmm.
0: But you enjoyed the story last time, obviously. Mm hmm. Anything ever come of that? Hmm. Um.
4: Yes and no. Not. Hmm. I don't know. Not particularly eventful. There were issues at the bulwark. Hmm. But that's fine. I don't think anything to... Create uh, a divide between any of us,
6: which is good. Yes, very good.
0: Would hate to have friends torn apart.
4: Hmm, hmm. Choice of words is interesting.
0: As you've reached the center of this crossroads, there's nobody else around. And this huge Leonin form of the Kotbeun... Circles around you Occasionally you'll just feel it nearby moving past Sometimes it'll be perfectly invisible Other times it'll be Sitting just in front of you And you can see its broad smile on its eyes And the rest of its body will be nearly invisible in the darkness Hmm. And it will say As it settles down in front of you A shapeless shadow among shadows So, Grawl, are you ready
6: to do that favor you owe me?
4: (laughs) Before I say yes, can we discuss it?
0: That's not how this works, Grawl. Mm. You said you didn't miss the ape body, right? Yep. Then that's not how this works at all. Hmm. Fair enough. Hmm. The Katbayun will smile and stare at you and say, Thankfully, it's very simple. I have
6: a certain someone that I need removed. Mm, 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 mm. And who might that be? I know you're good at this sort of thing, Grawl. Very good. Hmm, hmm, hmm. The name
0: of your master is. A cunning weapon one capable of rending spirit as well as flesh, I think.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Girl's mind is just screaming fuck 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 fuck. fuck.
6: Where are you bound, Grawl? To where do you go within the Eastwood? Um
4: We are bound for fair aims here.
6: Hm Fortuitous That's exactly where you need to be. Grawl, if you
0: had to guess at who I need you to kill, who do you think it is hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm.
4: do you do you want do you want the joke answer, or do you want the real answer cause I've got
6: both lined up, I think you know.
4: All right. I won't say Jephethi. I definitely will
0: not say Jephethi. The I friend say, of all horses? No. <laughs> of course like, not! Exactly. Why
2: would the Capayun want him dead? He's done nothing wrong! The Capayun is like, I'm insulted that you would uh, even say
4: that. A God among men, Jephethi, the horse Lord of Horses.
5: <laughs>
2: um, he is a good friend. Yes. <laughs>
4: Wouldn't happen to be uh, some sort of familial re- relation to uh, Young Sid, would it? Hmm. You're so keen, Grawl. Oh, god Mind is so sharp. <laughs> That's the first time anyone has ever said that. <laughs> That's about the hand. first time anyone.
5: Character growth.
0: Oh God. But you can be more specific than that.
3: (laughs) Oh no.
6: Say Uh who it is, Grawl
4: God damn it. Uh, Lucidian Viadon
5: <laughs>
0: hmm <laughs> not quite <sighs> get wrecked Reed
5: <laughs>
6: oh, <sighs>
5: oh
2: oh boy God Damn, this is going to be bad.
1: (laughs) Sid would have been kind of okay
6: with that one. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) House Aedon has stolen from the Kotbeun. So
0: now it is time for the Kotbeun to steal back. Hmm.
6: (laughs) I believe his second child will do quite nicely.
2: I don't know, man, maybe she sucks too.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to see. Kind of have to play this one by ear.
1: Somehow I don't think that's how it's gonna work out. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Not as peepums?
0: Take the child and your debt is paid. And he'll start humming, and begin, like, moving again. And pretty soon the humming is getting quieter and quieter. Katpayun's form becoming indistinct. Soon enough, Grawl, you're alone. This quiet, wooded, shadowed place in Enclave.
4: Well, this is bad. Is there any way of checking the time?
0: <laughs> Glance around in the shadowed crossroads, and there's no clocks on the walls. Can't be of more worried. than, like, no more than 15, 20 minutes have passed.
4: See if I can find them. I want to go shopping still. Okay. Um. Uh. uh Stone of far speech. See if that catches anyone. Yeah. 500 feet. No way. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Cool.
3: Most. I think mostly because Cherish just sort of stopped and was like, "We can just do it anywhere." Okay. We could have done it in the end. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> and started doing the. Rest-
0: <laughs> um. And there's a lot of ver- verticality dark, in this city, so they're not like necessarily getting super far away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in a, in a little bit of uh, stony silence, Grawl eventually rejoins the group just as uh, you are finished making the ritual circle that will summon Alexander. Everyone is Sorry, uh It took so long. Yeah. Okay.
2: Grawl, where did you go?
4: Bathroom brick. Got to do it before I left the inn. I'll tell you all about it later. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry.
2: Why? Why? I'm so sorry. God damn it.
0: And as you've been like <sighs> making this ritual circle, Darren Dunn has been standing like awkwardly off to the side and is like always like half a breath away from starting to talk and going, uh,
6: uh, uh, but like uh, is you you. Uh, uh, I, Darren, I, um. Darren, Darren.
4: Do, do you want me to start the words for you? Do you want me to...
6: Uh, no, she, she's busy, she's got the magic stuff to do, so no,
0: I'm, I'm good, That's good. Alright. And, uh, as you create the circle, invest a little blood, pop down five gold, put out a banana... Mm-hmm. Eventually, there is a scrabbling sound and the black and white form of Alexander will appear. uh, And the Rift Keepers and Darren Dunn are just like, oh, that is a strange monkey that is not native to this part of the land. Um, Eventually, you are. This is Alexander. We we all greet
3: Alexander. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's a partner in the business.
0: And Alexander will wave at everybody, and everyone was just kind of, like, slightly waving back. um, Except for Canaeus, who will, like, hunch down, his goat legs bending. He'll, like, stare at the monkey with his weird, like, octagonal, or uh, not octagonal, but, like, rectangular uh, pupils. And eventually nod, and, like, hold out a fist to bump. And Alexander will... Nice. Dap the, yeah. the, the satyr's furry knuckles. The monkey. And Kanaeus will say, it's all good. The monkey's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then you are all led towards the, the green door that has suddenly appeared of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, behind which such wonders do lay. Mm-hmm. But I think it is there that we are going to end tonight's episode of Material Components. Because, as always, you can find us on Twitter at matcomrpg, that's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners.
3: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, This time I wrote down what I want to see in Duskwalker Important Explorer, and hopefully when I reopen my journal, it doesn't just freak me out and <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've got some Matcom stuff in the works, uh, trying to do some more speed paints.
0: I did love that one of Talala.
3: It's very long. I gotta figure out how to make mm-hmm. them faster. <laughs>
2: More speed, more paint. More speed.
3: Gotta go fast.
2: Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter at CryoutOlivia. Uh, let's play a game. How many of us are fucked over by the archfiend? <laughs> <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, guys. Come, just come hang out.
4: Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Read-im-us. Um I just want photos of dogs. Just send me photos of dogs. <laughs> Brightens up my day. Cats suck, obviously, for reasons. <laughs> Fucking goddamn felines
3: in their oh, face. Oh god. Shit. I I forgot I was gonna steal this whole cloth from Olivia, but take her, take her where, like. Out for ice cream or
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just said removed. Removed is very vague.
3: Listen, if you want some tips on vague wording from <laughs> 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 horrible beasts, Ometeb is the guy to talk to. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. And um what you can do instead of contacting me telling me that. I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. Uh, you can instead rate and review our podcast at on whatever platform you are uh, enjoying it on. Uh, please, please do this. Um, it means a lot when we hear from the fans. So uh, please, uh, please just reach out. Um, and when you do, and you include the name of an NPC in the subject line, we will put that NPC in this campaign and then one of us will probably be asked to murder this person so <laughs> you
2: plus, should do it plus in the review you can always tell Listman that he's made a horrible mistake i'm also so really fine like with two tell birds it. one
1: I'm, stone i'm also yeah. fine with that
0: all of these things are true and of course you can follow me on twitter at mk gargoni where i am more than happy to uh, talk about the <laughs> circular uh, conversation I had with myself during the break about who do I want Graal to kill. Um, <laughs> did I roll a dice to decide who it was going to be? Maybe, but that is not the point. God.
1: It is the only person I thought it was going to be.
0: Do you want to see the chart of people he could have been trying to kill? Oh, yes. That doesn't exist. Try on
4: it? Kill yourself. <laughs> but not you, you're the other you. <laughs>
0: Was one of the options to conquering God. The odds are probably staggeringly uh, low.
4: I I I done, dude. Freaking done <laughs> yeah. in all the way. Look, you
3: know what, look it on. that's a freebie. You can ask for another yeah, one because exactly. I was going to do that anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you can also find yeah. our good good friend Omatep not only next episode in the near future, but also on Twitter at NPC underscore AN because uh. Even when he is warming up his good old-fashioned uh, deals blower. It's like a leaf blower, but it just blows papers of uh, ads into your face. Uh, he is, of course, an important NPC. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. As always, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody.
3: Goodbye.
5: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Ugh. bye Bye. Bye. Bye.